They said it was forbidden. They said it was dangerous. They were right. Introducing the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual. Dive into the arcane, into the hidden corners of the occult. This isn't just a comic. It's a hidden tome of supernatural power. All original artwork illustrating the groundbreaking research of Juan Ayala, one of the only living homunculologists of our time. Learn how to summon your own homunculus, an enigma wrapped in the fabric of reality itself, their power at your fingertips, their existence, your secret. Explore the mysteries of the Aristotelian, the spiritual, the Paracelsian, the Crowleyan homunculus, ancient knowledge lost to time, now unearthed in this forbidden tale. This comic book holds truths not meant for the light of day, knowledge that was buried, feared, and shunned. Are you ready to uncover the hidden, the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual, not for the faint of heart, available now from Paranoid American. Get your copy at tjojp.com or paranoidamerican.com today. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Juan on Juan podcast. I'm your host, Juan. Man, on this episode, what happened on this episode? It all started so good and it just went downhill real quick. So full disclosure, full disclaimer, I got some trigger warnings in this episode. Talked about some stuff that I didn't really want to get into, but it is what it is. We're here and we're ready to make it happen, so there's that. On this episode, we took a dive into the technological singularity AI, transhumanism, Jeffrey Epstein, a little bit of everything, even talked about theology and uh, dove into that. We, we touched a few subjects. We tried to stay on topic, but it's just so hard with this type of stuff because at the end of the day, it all interconnects. And today we were joined by Metal World Thief, a fellow podcaster, fellow friend, my Puerto Rican brother from another mother. And we dove into it. We went in head first. He has a, his own podcast as well more of a free format conversation type thing. My thing is more structured. This podcast was a little bit different. This podcast, I had somebody with me, but I did all the research myself. I did the research on the transhumanism side and singularity and all those interconnections there. And Meta did his research or he already knew about Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not too, too deep into Jeffrey Epstein. I, I know the basics of that, but that's a wormhole in itself. But yeah, we got into it and... Again, got a little bit crazy, so just <laughs> bear with me, and I hope you enjoy. This is Technological Singularity, Demonic AI, and Jeffrey Epstein with Meta World Thief. Before the episode begins, I'm going to play a segment of a lecture Giordi Rose gave. 
this is going to tie into what we talk about on the podcast, just to have some context on what the subject at hand is. I don't know if any of you are uh, turn-of-the-century weird fiction fans, but there's this guy named H.P. Lovecraft, who's a very famous American weird fiction author. And he exposed a, a view which is called cosmicism. And the essence of cosmicism is cosmic indifference. So he, what he was saying is basically, yes, there are these massively intelligent entities out there, but they're not good, they're not evil. They just don't give a shit about you even in the slightest. The same way that you don't care about an ant is the same way they're not going to care about you. And these things that we're summoning into the world now and these things that we're summoning, and these things that we're, things that we're summoning are not demons, they're not evil, but they're more like the Lovecraftian great old ones. There are entities that are not necessarily going to be aligned with what we want. Listen, I don't know about you guys, but that scares the hell out of me, so without further ado, here's the episode. Today we have a special, special guest and somebody who I consider a friend by now, uh, a fellow podcaster. Uh, we are joined today by Meta World Thief. Welcome to the show, bro. Hi, I'm a Meta World Thief, and this is the Joe Rogan Experience. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Long day, bro. How you doing? Doing Thank all you right, bro. Thank you me a friend. I consider you a friend as well by now. Yeah, bro. You know, uh, we, we support each other. I want to talk a little bit before we get into things today. We're going to be talking about Singularity, AI, and Jeffrey Epstein. We're going to go deep. We're going to find all the correlations. And I know it's going to be a good episode. We're going to try and stay on topic, but it's, it's going to get crazy. It's going to get crazy, and we're going to be spitting out a lot of information you can take it for what you want. If you want to believe it all, if you don't want to believe it, it's up to you. But the information is there, and this is how we interpret it. So before we get into it, can you talk to the people a little bit about your podcast? Because I know you have a, a couple podcasts as well, and I've been on that show. So you can let the people know where they can find you and stuff. Well, uh, I have a fledgling podcast empire. Um, I basically have been talking shit my whole life. And... I decided to actually put it out there for the people, not because I want to, but because you need me to. I am the podcast Jesus Christ, <laughs> and I go out of my way to say the things that need to be said about the things that no one wants to speak about. And that's why we're here talking about this Jeffrey Epstein situation. First podcast is Flapping Gums, of which our boy Juan was a guest. Um, great episode. Other podcast, Rec League Heroes, where we talk basketball and other other podcast is Ish I Don't Like. It's a solo podcast, not a live stream, done off air, and it's basically me railing against the man and such. Uh, I'm really excited for this. Like Juan said, this is a uh, it's it, it can easily be veered off track, but we're gonna do our best. It's just it's such a complex web of nefarious behavior all around, and uh, it's definitely a deep dive, and I can't wait to get into it. Let's do it. Yeah, bro. Speaking of being Jesus Christ, I don't know if you know, I, I learned some information today in regards to the coronavirus. There mm. is a there is a cult, bro, in North Korea, I believe, that is spreading coronavirus. And the reason I say this is because they're 
there's this guy, bro, who says he's the second coming of Jesus and that he's Jesus Christ. And he's only taken 144,000 people with him to heaven. And these people, so they get saved, they're going to church. So they're all getting each other sick. So it's 150,000 followers and they're all still congregating and getting everybody sick. And the government in North Korea ain't doing shit to stop people from traveling. I saw that. I thought they quarantined them. Bruh, no, dog. Bro, I have a bro. I have a connect who lives overseas. I can't say where, and he's been talking to some people higher ups, and some shit's about to pop off. That's all I can say right now, bro. That's all I can say. But just know, it's about to pop off. That, that's. I was told not to say any more, but hey, it is what it is. I just thought it was funny. Another Jesus Christ on the other side of the world. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it. It's uh. You know, the good news is, you know, right now it's not spreading as fast as it should be for it to. Uh, we don't know that, bro. That's what you're telling us. That's the problem. That's a problem. That's best case scenario. And the worst case scenario is, I mean, look, no one's talking about Hong Kong anymore, right? Seems convenient. I, I thought that ended. It ended when everyone got fucking quarantined. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into it. So today, we're going to talk about singularity, AI. We're going to touch on a little bit of transhumanism and, uh, you know, what I like to call demonic AI, correlations between the occult, Satanism, computers, and then that works its way into Jeffrey Epstein because he's all interconnected. A lot of people don't know how much money this man has given to artificial intelligence, to the research of artificial intelligence and i'm talking about up to 200 million dollars a year right so without further ado the first thing on the list is wait real quick can i give a disclaimer on my w2 i am listed as an internet comedian folks i will make jokes (laughs) i'll keep it to a minimum because i'm a big fan of the show and i understand this is an informational podcast but i might get silly once or twice nah bro it's all good man you know we're here to got them joe rogan vibes you know i mean uh, you know your show is very uh free form but you know i I have i have a goal here bro i i title my shows (laughs) so they're about one thing you know uh but yeah for sure dude i don't have any sound effects i'm sorry for that but (laughs) so bring my bag next time yeah for real um Technological singularity. So this is the definition of singularity. And this is something that worries me as well as other people. It's a hypothetical future point in time at which technology, technological growth becomes uncontrollable and irreversible, resulting in unforeseeable changes to human civilization. So, I, you know, right now, and, and I've talked to you about this, we're cyborgs right now. You know what I mean? We have our phones on us at all times. It's something that you, you don't, yo, if somebody doesn't pick up the phone, dog, they're ignoring you. Like, you know, I, what? I, I do that's it. a good point. No, that's a great point. Because we're, we're cyborgs, right? When we talk about singularity and, and AI and all this stuff, that, that that's what we're, we're headed towards. We think about the matrix. We think about Terminator. We think about all these different movies where the machines go haywire and the matrix, especially one of my favorite uh, trilogies, bro, we're in a simulation. Who knows if, if we'd, if we've already gotten there, 
If I'm going to have, uh, you know, Agent Smith knocking on my door right now, you know, talking about that I can't talk about this stuff. You know what I mean? So eventually, I, I feel this is this is my thing. I feel that eventually we're going to get to that point to where we're not even going to be able to control it. Because, bro, you can hack computers. You know what I mean? Like, you can hack computers and no computer is 100% like hack proof. Even with Bitcoin, and I know you know about Bitcoin, they can tr still trace you, bro. And that's the whole point of Bitcoin. They can still trace you. Have you heard about the people hacking into the uh, the Ring uh, yes. doorbell yes. cameras? Yeah, that's that, that's scary, bro. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. ideal. What do you mean? It's not an ideal situation, like definitely for sure. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure it's not. But, I mean, it's happening because you always got that one guy who's going to figure it out. You know what I mean? But, you know, the singularity, it's something that big names, bro. It's not just me. I'm not just, you know, what, you said, what you've said before, I'm, the only thing I'm sure of is that I don't know shit. But then you got big names warning us against this stuff. You got Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Gary Marcus. Well, here's the thing. No, hold on. Elon Musk is not warning against yes, he that. Is. No, no, yes. no. No, here's what he's warning against. What he's warning against is unstoppable AI. Regarding Singularity, to be fair, Elon Musk is the number one dude helping promote it right now with his work on Neuralink. So Neuralink, we're gonna I'm get sure there. Hit my, we're gonna get there, my beautiful, beautiful friend. We're gonna get there. We got people who are pro-transhumanism, and then you have people who are against it. You know what I mean? Where do I stand, dude? I, I you know, I am pro-human because. Again, and you have people like Stephen Hawking, bro, Sam Harris, people who talk about this stuff. Smart people. Not Sam just Harris to me is kind of paranoid about all that shit, though. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Just a little bit. He's like in full is. Terminator mode, which yeah. I agree. And I think it's important to have people like him so we put the, uh, the appropriate measures in place to prevent what he's talking about. So at least we have some foresight and think about what he's talking about to make sure it doesn't come to fruition. Yeah. So – Again, I, I the reason I'm against it is because let's say, all right, Elon Musk, you said that he's pro for it. You know, he's like, hey, listen, we're not we, we can't fight this thing. This thing is going to be inevitable. Let's just join it. Let's hook our, our, our brains up to a computer. Let's become one with it. Right. What happens then when the government or the elites, the fucking reptilians Real quick, I'm not defending his position. I'm just explaining it. No, no, no. But I'm, but that's fine because it's true. But the way he sees it, he's – bro, honestly, I don't know if Elon – and I look up to Elon. Elon is one of my, one of my heroes. But Absolute. the more I look at him and the more I learn about him and see these things, I don't know if he's the opposition, if he's the – you know, the, the, it, it, what's his agenda? Is he an alien? That wants to go back to Mars because, bro, we have so many issues in the world right now that we don't, bro, we don't even know what's at the bottom of our oceans. You know what, like 2% has been explored, dude? And then you want to tell me you want to go to another planet to colonize that? Why? Why do we need a space force? You want to hear, you, you want to hear a piggyback on that argument? You're but, talking about 2% of the ocean is explored. How much of our minds do we know? What is consciousness? Well, that's, that's Why don't the we look thing. for the answers within instead of going without? And, and an inch, by, and a one inch by one inch piece of dirt, we don't even know what's happening. 
You know what I mean? We don't even know. And what you said, yeah, our minds. We don't even know what, what we're able to do as far as we don't even know why the pyramids were built. Bro, we don't know what a fucking thought is. Exactly. We don't know what country. And then you want to go to, to Mars to colonize Mars? Get out of here, bro. So transhumanism. For those that don't know, no, that's not a tranny. We're not anti-LGBTQ here. I, I, I We're not talking I, about dudes who dress up like ladies and go to their bathrooms. Exactly. That's not what this is. This is not a bigoted place. This is a nuanced discussion. This is a Christian podcast, okay? And and we is it? No. <laughs> I was gonna say I haven't been to communion in a long time. My dad's not happy about that. Yeah, I was listening to an old episode of mine that I recorded months ago, and in it I was like, yeah, and I believe God created everything. And then I was listening to it to just make sure it was good, and I and I like thought to myself, I was like, well, that's changed. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I didn't realize you came that far in such a short period. Bro, bro, it's been a journey for me, dog. It's been a journey for me. I've met a lot of cool people. I've learned a lot a lot of different things, and it's gotten to the point to where even my fiance looks at me differently. And, uh, you know, it's people look at me differently now, bro. People, when I talk to people, I can't have conversations with people anymore, dog. I can't. It's an interesting point. It's I true. Can't. It becomes you know? a thing. Yeah. So transhumanism. Uh. Again, definition. I don't. I don't do scripted. I only either read uh, quotes or definitions. So, philosophical movement that advocates for the transformation of the human condition by developing and making widely available sophisticated technologies to greatly enhance human intellect and physiology. And, uh, Fuck, man. Physiology. Physiology. And, Jesus Christ, my mind is fucking burnt. That's a long day, man. So. I first read that definition, and I think that that's a, li a little bit – um, it's a bit broad. I, if I had to explain the basic concepts of those at home, I would say transhumanism is basically figuring out a way to merge the human uh, condition, let's say. The human condition with technology. Immortality, bro. At the end of the day. To eventually achieve both singularity and immortality. And that's exactly. why this gets complicated because – this is all – all these concepts are a big Venn diagram with a bunch of circles that overlap into different topics. But at the end of the day, so what you said, you know, to approach that singularity, be one with the machine, wanting to be immortal, wanting to download your consciousness. You know what I mean? Like they, it's pretty, it's pretty much modern-day eugenics. That's what it is. That's what it is because you want to make – and it's not just – mind with the computer it's not see, it doesn't just stop see, with that i gotta i gotta i gotta push back immediately that's not accurate description of what eugenics is i don't know if you have a, a definition on hand but I you don't yeah eugenics is more of a process you know what eugenics is dog breeding that's literally what eugenics is what breeding for selective behavior and you know desired traits that's what eugenics is let's find the on, definition on of eugenics either way it's modifying so that's what the nazis were doing bro so the yeah science no of no 100 percent. but here I, it is no it's the same thing bro the science of improving a human population by controlled breeding to increase right. the uh, occurrence of desirable her heritable characteristics correct so the, but but i'm just saying shit. that no but uh, transhumanism is not necessarily eugenics they in this they want to just with machine dog they no, want to put exoskeletons on us. Correct. <laughs> but but what they're not doing 
is they're not making you fuck someone else big and then you have two big people to make one big person oh, bro. and then killing short people. We're getting there though. N- no, on. not necessarily. I just want to explain that though because the way you proposed it was like if they were the same thing. Those are two separate things. And again, no. the Venn diagrams overlap in a lot of cases. That's what some people are calling it. Okay. You know, you know okay, what I mean? I'm That's sorry. what some people I took it are the wrong calling way. it. Modern day eugenics. Because again, bro, they're they're doing this. They're They're modifying... Uh, you know, unborn, unborn babies. Yeah. You ever seen Gattaca? No, I haven't. Movies way ahead of its time. Sard Ethan Hawke and the concept, spoiler alert, folks, turn it off. Movie's 20 years old. Um, the concept is there's a dude born right on the bubble of when you can, uh, modify ch- baby's DNA in the womb and the parents weren't doing well and they were a blue, you know, blue collar type family and they got rid of all the diseases, but they couldn't afford to give him any like strength or anything like that. Ten years later, they had another son. Technology got way cheaper, and it had become a thing where people were willing to take out huge loans because they were seen as bad parents for not giving their kid the best life possible. Him and his brother grew up together, um, one being more natural and one being totally modified. And you know, it leads to a society of natural people who then are only allowed to be janitors and things like that. It's, it's a, it's a nasty, nasty slope. You're sliding down by allowing that shit. Yeah. So a a big advocate for transhumanism was Jeffrey Epstein, bro. Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, he wanted, he, 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 fun, he funded all that. And then he, there's talks about again, and eugenics and eugenic. Yeah. So it, that's why I had mentioned at the bottom, at the bottom, People refer to it as modern day eugenics because Jeffrey Epstein, there's talks of him wanting to impregnate 30 or uh, 20 women with his seed. Yeah, he know? wanted a farm. He wanted a farm. Exactly. In, in New Mexico and his ranch. Again, so this is this all correlates. This all correlates. And then obviously you have, again, Elon Musk with Neuralink, you know, wanting to. My thing is, bro, why do you why do we why do people have such resistance against it but then we keep feeling the fire we keep teaching the ai we keep making it the 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 simplest thing is just don't make it It, you know what i mean like just don't make it but it's like throughout and i love ancient civilizations throughout history there always seems to be this rise and this fall of humanity and again if we're approaching that or not i don't know you know what I mean? Because it's like we do this to ourselves. We, you know, we we build the, ourselves up and then we do some dumb shit or something catastrophic happens and we just come come back down again. You know what I mean? So we're pretty much feeling the fire. Yeah. And, and and we just keep going. And then, by the way, the other thing that you had talked about when we when we were on your podcast that you said cyber dust is actually smart dust. Because I was I looking said, into it. Yeah, I called it smart dust the first time, and then I called it cyber dust several times <laughs> afterwards. And even on the podcast, I was looking for information about it, and I couldn't find it. And as soon as we logged off, I figured it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, cyber dust is that that Mark Cuban uh, app. Yeah, yeah, it was it was the original Snapchat, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They encrypted uh, and all that. That guy, I think, is that guy shady? What's up with that guy? I, I don't know. I got like a weird he's, vibe from him. He's not shady. He's just like one of those libertarian type Republicans. So as cool as he seems, don't get it twisted. He will cut your throat to cut taxes. Yeah. Whatever. 
Uh, well, maybe some will call him shady because uh, there was recently a class action lawsuit against the team that he owns, the NBA's Dallas Mavericks, and it led to a year-long investigation in which it revealed an entire corporate culture of uh, sexual harassment and things like that. So who's to say well, what part? You know? Yeah, I mean, again, this is the elite. So I don't know. That guy's what, a multi-billionaire or something like that? Multi-millionaire? Yeah, yeah, billionaire. So uh, moving on, I, I want to talk about what I consider demonic AI, there is a lot of things, and I was ha- I was I was trying to have a conversation with somebody about this on Saturday, and they just weren't they just weren't you know comprehending what I was trying to say to them, and I was like you know what, what we do right now, what what me and you are doing right now, Meadow, we're we're talking through this place, this realm, if you wanna if you wanna call it. Uh, episode two of my podcast, you can listen to it, Saturn Time Cube Simulation. We talk about how it's an interdimensional demonic portal. Shout out Nick Hinton. Check that out. Heard Anyways, it. Love yeah. it. Recommend it. So, again, this is magic, bro. You know, we're talking right now. You're somewhere further away than I am, and we're, and we, and we're talking almost like if you're in the room with me. It's yep. magic. You know what I mean? So, I had said to you, I had said this to you before. You always have to look into the origins of everything that's the thing i you know the the symbolism is there whether you want to interpret it a certain way whatever if you want to pay attention to it a certain way that's up to you but this is this is how these people work so let's go to the one of the fathers of 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 computing you know one of the first people to uh come up with the idea of the modern day computer charles babbage i told you about that guy and he wondered if the existence of God and paranormal phenomenon could be proven through science, right? So this guy who accredited a lot of information to the modern-day computer started by trying to summon the devil. (laughs) You know what I mean? Trying to summon the devil. It's like, is, is this something that was made for something other than just... You know, the, the the World Wide Web was made for information for scientists, and we can get into that. Because, again, www is 666 in Hebrew, you know, gematria. It's a alphanumeric I mean, code. Okay, obviously we can't trust everything that's being told to us, but the official story is it was used as a communication form along long distances by the United States military. Well, I've heard and that. That seems literally – no, I know, but it seems literally as useful in both applications. I'm just saying – the scientists don't have the budget to develop that type of thing. You're right. The, the the you know DOD definitely does. You're right. So again, and then the symbolism. Uh, for example, the did you know that the first Apple computer was priced at six hundred and sixty-six dollars with sixty-six cents? <laughs> did you know that? Doesn't surprise me. So Apple, that's a whole other episode in itself. There's like occult stuff in that. You know what I mean? Again, if you want to to pay attention to that or not it's up to you but what i want to talk about is dude quantum- real quick i recently saw a movie i forget the name of it but the concept is that like the world destroys itself and in the future there's like one colony of humans left and then it's run by the elites who all worship steve jobs and the only iphones they have remaining wait what is that a, what is it it's a movie it's like a silly you know satire Oh, because you're remember. into that shit, right? I got to check it out. Yeah, yeah. I got to look at my uh my <laughs> Amazon history. But it's like, yeah, in the future, what? the elites are worshiping. Because, you know, it's been hundreds of years. The only 
thing that they have that's technology technologically advanced is maybe a few remaining smartphones or whatever and they worship steve jobs and they all wear the turtlenecks and shit like that it's hilarious just the elites though i still haven't checked out uh nazis at the uh other side of the moon iron skies i have to check that out yeah uh so what I want to talk about today is one of my favorite things is is uh, quantum computers, you know, quantum computing. And I had this thing happen to me again. It, it, Can it's, you explain it's, to the folks at home what that means? To be quite honest with you, bro, I don't know what it means. You know what I mean? That, and that's the thing, that we're relying on people who know more than us, quote unquote, to tell us what it is. You know what I mean? So I'm getting Eddie Bravo vibes right now. <laughs> yeah. So quantum computing... Uh, it's pretty much these computers that they use, these these mega computers that just have so much computing power, they're literally reaching into parallel dimensions to solve these algorithms or or solve whatever problems that they want. That's pretty much it. You know what I mean? I, it, to be quite honest, I'm not. I don't know the specifics. I just know the uh, I guess the conspiracy around it. <laughs> uh, do you know what the hell quantum computers do? What the hell they're com- they're computing that they need so much power to compute? I do, and you're right. You are describing the conspiracy theory around it. Um, let me look up the exact definition. What well, here's here's the idea of quantum theory in physics is, and we don't understand it yet. That's it's the thing. This, the the it, people who made it don't even understand it. You want me to fucking? They didn't make it. it. They're just figuring the shit out. I mean, come on. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Einstein didn't understand why the theory of relativity worked. He just knew that the math made sense. And, and the guy is right till this day, bro. To this day, years later, proving him right. That constantly that, that blows my mind, dude. How all these books, 1984, that was written in 1948, is so accurate. And not only that book, there's more books that were written in the 60s and way before then that are so right. How? Like that book that we were talking about with the Wuhan. Uh, with Dean, what, Dean Coots, something like Dean, that? Where, yeah, yeah. Where he was talking about, what was that, in 1974 or something, he wrote a book, and, and he, he called it Wuhan, and it originated in Wuhan, this this super this super virus, this bioweapon or whatever it was. Yeah, or what about what about that book that predicted, you know, the Trump presidency 100 years ago? Wait, what? Oh, we can get into that. Give me a moment. So, okay, here's, here's the idea of, like, quantum mechanics, right? It's a form of physics— and it's the idea that at a certain molecular level, what we're, I guess, the particles that we're looking at, mm-hmm. like you said, magic, bro. It's we can't explain so, it. So it's like it's you're, both, you're 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 no, bending I'm, the fabric of no, uh, no, space no, and no, time. No, no, no. The concept is there are particles that can be both here and not here at the same time. It's called superposition. There are particles oh, okay. that are both in the future and in the past at the it's same time. Quantum entanglement as well. Correct. Know? And but there are things we... like observer effect where yeah. they believe that these actions may not even potentially happen um, if See, there was not an observer. That's... So the idea of quantum computing is harnessing those ideas <laughs> to be able to – first of all, quantum computing – is supposed to unlock like a hyper encryption that you know obviously would be the industry standard for a long time. Quantum computing would allow us to crunch numbers and like you said, use algorithms for whatever you want, may they be nefarious or not, and be able to use that computing power. Look at um, 
the way that we use a GPU to uh, perform complex transactions to then be rewarded Bitcoin via yeah. the Bitcoin mining process. Yeah. It would be the same type of thing, but they're just taking that to a whole nother fucking level. And it would be a level never seen. It would be like it, it would be like our computers now are a grenade. And then tomorrow, someone drops the first nuclear bomb. That's going to be what happens when quantum computing shows up. And quantum computing will be a weapon when we fucking finally have it. Oh, it's already here, bro. It's already here. You know, yeah, you're talking it's, rudi about, it's rudimentary. It's you're talking about particles that we can see and that we can't see. Higgs boson, bro. What yeah, do you yeah, think no. that is? Super rudimentary, though. It's not being used like we fucking Because we don't understand it. Yeah, That's exactly. So... What I was going to say, see, that's imagine why I didn't want to Yeah, imagine when quantum computing becomes like electricity, though. That's the thing. That's why, that's why I didn't want to get into that, bro, because that, that's a wormhole, dog. That's a wormhole in itself. Just, all right, the people at home, now you know what quantum computing is. Am I a quantum physicist? No, I'm not. All right, and I'll be honest, dog. I don't understand that shit. Sometimes I'll be doing research, bro, and as soon as it gets to the math part, I'm like, fuck this. I'm out. Uh, I, never, I never do the math. Yeah, exactly. So what I was going to get to... Uh, Google, I, I, I was doing, I, I have the, you know, news coming to my phone and I saw this, this article and I was talking about the symbolism. It said Google claims to have invented a quantum computer, but IBM begs to defer because remember they're, they're in this, what they call quantum supremacy and they're all competing against each other to who can have pretty much who has the biggest dick in the realm of quantum computing, right? So Google, obviously one of the biggest companies in the world, made this supposedly has a quantum computer. And Alphabet. Yeah, so I was I was looking at it and I was like, well that's cool. So I was reading it and they named it Sycamore, right? Which is a tree, which is it's got a long history. It's it, it's one of the the oldest trees, one of the oldest species of trees. Right. Isn't it a deciduous tree? I don't know what it is, but but pay attention to what I'm about to say, bro. So in general, they're known for their longevity, right? Wisdom. I was like, all right, I, I can see where a, a quantum computer could be related to that. You know, wisdom, longevity, whatever. But then again, these people aren't gonna come out and say, listen, this is the actual definition of this. You know what I mean? They, they just put it out there. And, and that's that's part of the game. They just put it out there and you can interpret it how you want. But if you look at the folklore of the sycamore tree and the mythology, it, it dates back to the Egyptian times. It's connected to connecting the world between the dead and the living, right? And the, there's one they say that, that stands on the eastern gate of heaven, which releases the sun to rise each morning. You know, it's like the, 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 the mythology. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, linking the dead and the living. Oh, that sounds about what we're going to get into. Because, again, what we talked about earlier with Elon Musk. And this is a quote by Elon Musk. And I'm going to – again, we're, we're coming full circle. We're going to connect all this. He said in 2014, with artificial intelligence, we are summoning the demon. You know all those stories where there's a guy with the pentagram and the holy water and he's like dot, dot, dot. Yeah, He's sure he can control the demon, dot, dot, dot. Doesn't work out, right? So this brings me to my next thing. People are probably wondering, like, what the fuck does this have to do with, with Jeffrey Epstein or whatever? I'm, you know, I'm talking about the singularity, what, what we're going to get to with AI, 
the things that these people are doing with AI, quantum computing, and possible occult connections. Again, alleged occult connections, uh, alleged, not even possible. They've alleged. actually been accused. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, do you are, are you familiar with D-Wave systems and, and uh, Kindred AI, uh, Meta? Only from what I heard on your podcast about the Saturn Cube. So, if you could just refresh me, that would be All great. Right. So, Jordi Rose, he is the money man behind these 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 companies. So he was with D-Wave and D-Wave were the first quantum computers that you could buy. And the reason I, I talked to about it on my pre, on the episode episode number 2 was because they're in the shape of a black cube, right? And then we're obviously talking about the symbolism of the black cube because if you can either choose to see it or not, but it's out there and you can't ignore it. Again, and it can be this is a, a conspiracy. If it's true, if it's not true, whatever. I like conspiracies. I'm going to talk about this shit. So the quantum computers, D-Wave, were the first quantum computers that you could buy to the public. And they were in the shape of a black cube. And on them, again, you can look this up. If you want to interpret for what it is, it has the word demon on it, right? But they put, it says D-Wave, but the way it looks, it looks like demon. I don't, I don't know, okay? I don't know. So this is the thing. What I'm about to say, this is coming directly from from Jody Rose. I'm not. This isn't. Again, if you want to take it for what it is, take it for what it is. But this is coming directly from him. This is, and I'm gonna probably plug plug in the section of the the lecture he's giving, the the speech he's giving in this episode somewhere, so people can hear it from themselves. And you can look it up. If you look it up on YouTube, it might be a little bit difficult to find, but you can find it. You know, just look up Jordy Rose summoning demons, right? Just look it up. If you want, just you listen to it, whatever. Jordy Rose is the money man, right? People associate him with making these quantum computers. The guy behind that is Richard Sutton. This is another guy, the guy who, you know, the, the brain of, of the, those computers. So in this speech, and again, this is all going to correlate, while wearing a shirt, right? So it's Kindred AI. It has a fucking symbol of an Ouroboros. Do you know what the Ouroboros is? No, tell me. So the Ouroboros is that symbol where the snake or the serpent is eating its tail? Yes. So it's an ancient symbol, right? It, go, it goes way back. And, I, you know, I, I'm into, again, ancient civilizations, Gnosticism, her, her, Hermeticism, alchemy. It's all correlated to homosexuality that. sometimes. Sometimes. Only on Tuesdays. Uh, so... Again, this is this sim- podcast going to midnight because that excites me. I don't know, bro, but that's a Tuesday. <laughs> this this. <laughs> <laughs> so the symbol of the serpent eating its own tail, right? It signifies infinity and the cycle of birth and death. So they they uh, they correlate it with a reincarnation. Right. So, again, that singularity that we're never going to die. You know what I mean? You're going over. You're stuck in this cycle over and over and over again. So while this man, while this man is talking about what he's, what I'm about to say, he is literally wearing a shirt with that symbol on. It says Kindred AI, and that's the logo for the company, bro. So yeah, he talks about again what I told you, and this is not me talking. This is this this guy. You can look it up. He compares things that we don't know to aliens, right? Right. Oh, uh, what we don't know is alien to us, okay? 
but uh, he's they they've heard him say that that this uh, we're gonna get into CERN because CERN is in a whole other thing. Uh, he says, and this is coming from him, this is coming from him that they're gonna be summoning things that they don't know what it is. They're just alien, right? They're not gonna be of this earth. They're gonna come from another dimension because that's what they're doing. They're opening portals to other dimensions to be able to compute information. And they've even hinted at that they're that they're at hand for the Mandela effect. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, do you know what that is? The Mandela effect. I know exactly what it is. For those yeah. of you at home who don't, the Mandela but, effect is the concept that things um, in the collective human memory are being changed before our eyes uh little things like was there a dash between coca-cola 100 years ago and shit like that uh is it the berenstein bears or the bernstein bears those are some yeah. of the most popular examples it's named after nelson mandela because apparently a lot of people in this world today um remember that nelson mandela <laughs> died in a prison cell captive in south africa and that's why he was such a big deal and then a lot of people don't and he, uh, but he didn't though he didn't right? No, I mean official narrative like the timeline we live in. Me and you, there might be other people who just joined us. You know what I mean? If if you're going down that road, uh, but it might be, also be a psyop. Darn, then, I didn't know you then, were that deep. I'm that yeah, but then you're also talking about stuff like CERN. Like look at the Large Hadron Collider. <laughs> don't, don't get in, The Large get Hadron that. Collider could have been the gonna, reason that all the I'm universes are seeping into each other. Yeah, and then and then also, um, ah fuck, what were we even just talking about? No, um, at what point do we start like quoting Alex Jones as a source when we talk <laughs> about summoning interdimensional demons? So, and so that's the thing. Go, yeah. I don't know. This is why this gets complicated, folks. It gets complicated. There's no timeline that is linear. But it, it is a fucking, done. it is a snake eating its tail. And I've just been eating my asshole all week <laughs> since we decided to have this podcast. Just eating my asshole. Just if you knew what my notes look like, it would be that meme with Charlie Day. Uh, from Always Sunny in Philadelphia with the cork board and all the pictures and the yarn and the thumbtacks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's my brain right now. That's my well, brain. Welcome to my life, bro. That's, that's you know, and, and bro, I, I would even text you, be like, bro, I'm in another wormhole. Why? You know, I'd be looking one thing up and I was like, no, man, I don't want to, I'd have to shut it off because it was like, I just want one piece of information from that. But then I would open up a whole other thing. So, you know, what's funny is uh, this is not even me trying to like flex or anything. But I've definitely been going down all these wormholes for a long, long time before it was even like really a thing. And sometimes you'll send me something about a wormhole and I won't <laughs> reply to you. I'll just chuckle to myself and I'm like, <laughs> he doesn't even know where the next wormhole lies. Yeah, yeah. If you so, do like eight minutes of reading, you're going to find the real wormhole. <laughs> yeah, bro, that, that's the problem. But anyways, you, you touched on it, you know, summoning otherworldly beings right this man said that we're going to summon things from another dimension they're not going to care about us they're just going to be here they're going to be way smarter than than all of us combined and he compared it to hb lovecraft's great old ones i don't know if you're familiar with the cthulhu mythology are you uh no i'm not very familiar or versed in it enough to speak on a podcast well Anyways, Lovecraft, one of my favorite authors, he is known for cosmic horror, right? He I, wrote about these 
these beings that were dwelling, you know, under the oceans or on other planets. Color Out of Space is a movie coming out, I think, next week with uh, Nicolas Cage, where uh, Color Out of Space, it's a reiteration of, of, they've done multiple movies on it, of H.P. It's about black people from the moon? Pretty much, yeah. So, you know, the dark side of the moon, whatever. Anyway, no, no, it's about a meteorite that comes, and then there's like a bacteria, and that bacteria obviously starts to like suck the life out of like this one town, and it just gets weird. Uh, But anyway, Lovecraft, Lovecraft, he compared it to H.P. Lovecraft's great old ones. Lovecraft himself was a, a fucking weirdo right both his parents committed to mental institutes right he wanted to be a professional astronomer but never finished school uh and he rarely went out in public during daylight he was best friends with harry houdini a known occultist who would who would fucking dabble in the occult something i don't fuck with and he, bro he didn't he didn't like sex he suffered night terrors what the fuck? This guy was this guy was an alien. That's why he was, and he was super racist too, by the way. He was super racist because this is back, what <laughs> back way back when, like he wrote stories, bro. I'm gonna have to call shenanigans on that one. On what? You can't, you can't be an alien and a racist at the same time. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Yeah. If you're an alien, you don't like any humans. That just makes you a general bigot. Yeah, but I mean, the way I, the reason I say it is because his some stories that he has, which you can look into it. Literally, the the monster. Oh, I've was, read a ton of Lovecraft. I do love him. Yeah, was us finding out the person was fucking black. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, the but, horror. Yeah, but how about this? How about the idea as a as a you know amateur writer myself? What about the idea that he understood what would make the biggest effect on human consciousness in that society, in that time, in that context? So he made the black person the scapegoat, so people could relate to it on a um, metaphorical level, even though he truly didn't believe that about black people, so to speak. And that's the mark of a truly great author, to be able to create parallels um, between what's really happening and what's happening in your story, whether or not you agree with what's happening. This is why I didn't want you on the podcast, because I knew we were going to go deep, bro. I knew we were going to go deep. Hey, man, I try to think. But, bro, that's a a good question. That's a good uh, good point. You know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe. But he, anyways, he compared it to Lovecraft's great old ones, right? And these things, they're not good. They're monsters. You know, they kill people and they and they take over people's minds. Right. They're right. these these gods, right? So this is a quote: "The same way you don't care about an ant is the same way they're not going to care about you." And these things that we're summoning into the world now, he says this, bro. He he fucking says this. These things that we're summoning into the world now are not demons. They're not evil, but they are more like the Lovecraft, uh, Lovecraftian old ones, bro. What the? That fucking scary. Isn't doctor. isn't old ones? Um, is is that what uh Hancock was based off of? Uh, with Will Smith? Yeah. Or am I mistaken? I'm not sure. I I actually. I can look it up. You can keep talking. I don't think so. I don't. Th- isn't he like a superhero, like a lazy superhero? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. No? Okay. Um, anyways, he compared that, but that that scares the fuck out of me, dude. And he was talking in front of these people, right? And these people are laughing, and and he, you know, he's like, "Hey, listen, there's a conspiracy theory about us that we're summoning demons and aliens, and it's just so funny because you know the stuff that we do is weird, but who knows, you know? Like he's like he's like downplaying what they're doing, but he's saying it. He's saying it. You know what I mean? He's 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 saying it. So on to my next point. Uh, 
that's that. That's quantum computing. You know, uh, they they build those quantum computers. We get into CERN, right? CERN. What Shaking. does CERN mean for those at home? I don't know what CERN stand for. What the hell does CERN stand for? Uh, uh, go ahead, uh, uh, Jamie. Go ahead and look it up. What does CERN stand for? <laughs> uh, CERN is this place, right, where we have the uh, the hadron collider. But I don't know what it what it stands for. Yeah, I don't think it stands for anything. But it's a nuclear organization for uh, a European organization for nuclear research. One of the largest and most respected centers for scientific research, right? Yeah, great, awesome, right? It's in Switzerland. CERN. If you look at their logo, six six six. Have you seen their logo, bro? Yo, Meta. Yo, you hear me? Now I hear you. Yeah. All right. Sorry. So, yeah, I'm looking at the logo right now, right? You see it, right? And you're, again, no disrespect, you're being a basic bitch when you call out the 666, <laughs> right? Because that's obvious. That's obvious. No, 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 but I'm just saying, a lot, bro, a lot of people don't know this shit, dude. You, Not, again, no, I, I get you, you. I get you, but I here's where we're going deeper. Guy. I was this... talking to some guy this weekend. He was like, you know, yeah, man, you know, I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, bro, you like homemade macaroni and cheese? No. Nah. I'm, well, I've never made it, to be quite honest with you. From someone else? Yeah. So when you get homemade macaroni and cheese, you know how the top is like a crust? Yeah. And then under it, though, is the goodness? Yeah. So you just tried the <laughs> crust. I'm going to give you the goodness, my dude. Okay, oh, let's, let's go. We're, we're both looking at the CERN symbol right now, right? And for those yeah. of you at home, pull it up. Yeah, pull it up. Yeah, what yeah. that really is is a representation of the whole Rings of Saturn conspiracy. Bro, what? <laughs> yeah. Put the people on, my friend. Put the people on. I know you know. Bro, you, man, that is 666, son. That is, well, my, yeah, bro, so, so, you know, the thing yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. You're like, ah, well, listen, ah. listen, listen, bro. And I'm going to do an episode on this eventually. We'll do an episode on this. The thing is, in all my research, in all my research that I've done, I've come full circle. Right? And this is why I say that my mind has been just been just just like fucking made to mush because it all comes full circle, dog. It all comes full circle. The problem with everything is that all these archetypes, right? All these archetypes that we see all throughout history, it's the same motherfuckers, bro. It's the same motherfuckers over and over and over again. And everything, yeah. everything yeah. points to Kronos, the god of time, planet Saturn, everything, bro. It goes back to him. Again, that's why I think, this is, this is one of my things, that's why I think that we're making a space force to go to Saturn. That's my thing. I think that's, you know, if you listen I think to... It, I think it's more simple than that. I think we're building a space force as a new way to launder money because me and you can't check on our tax <laughs> dollars out in space. And then they can just use that. Like it's, it's, uh, it's basically a huge expansion of the CIA black budget. No one ever checks on it. No one questions it. They do what You're they right. want. That's You're right. And that budget force. will always go to that no matter what. That's why people are like, yeah. oh, and well, we, 
You yeah. can solve uh, the the homelessness here in the United States. Listen, bro, the military industrial complex, when they have a budget, that money, all of it goes to them. They're not going to spend it on anything else. And it's so you know sad I mean? because we could solve so many problems. We could. With we like could. a drop in the bucket of the DOD defense, uh, the DOD budget. Yeah. We could. So the logo, 666, look it up, CERN. Uh, another Pick thing up that, sticks. Stood, that, that, stood, that stood out to me. They they have that Shiva statue outside of their of their facility. I didn't even know that. Fuck bro, them. Look, look it, look, bro, look it up. Look it up. They Fuck have the every, Shiva. Every place like that that has any kind of weird fucking statues. So, listen, it gets weirder, bro. And CERN can be a whole episode in itself. I'm just going to touch just the tip, okay? Just the tip. Shiva, it's a Hindu deity. Yes. Also known as the destroyer, bro. Yes. Shiva, right? Lord Shiva, and it created the universe as well. Uh, and then obviously it's 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 all uh, Hindu uh, mythology, but they associate it to the dance of creation and destruction, right? But then again, this is a whole other episode in itself. CERN has done some shit, and you can look this up. Uh, look up CERN uh, dance of destruction and they got they made this weird trailer bro and this is this is what i'm gonna get into they made some weird trailer where they have these people dancing and opening up a portal you can look it up right so we were talking about the World Wide web right where do you think it was invented in 1989 bro the World Wide was invented at cern bro like i said again this is what i this is what i read as a tool to allow scientists around the world to share data. Listen. I don't know. I never heard that, but it's possible. Look it up, dog. If it's on the internet, it's got to be true. <laughs> so, <laughs> again, this, this. Bro, can I send you? Can I send you a website about my 14-inch cock? No, you cannot. Because uh, it's got to be true. <laughs> wait till after the podcast. So. What I want to get to is this thing, this technology. Where did we get it from? Just how back then these ancient civilizations, where did they get their technology from? Where did they get their knowledge from? They, people say aliens. So this technology, is it demonic? The, 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 the demons or these people, they literally call this – they have a name for this other dimension, bro, CERN. Bro, not to get – not to get too bogged down in the weeds, but like this whole conversation goes down to what's a demon, right? So maybe a demon is an interpretation by, you know, semi-modern institutions that we're familiar with that classify other entities from other dimensions as a certain thing that they couldn't explain at one point. You're right. Maybe what you consider a demon is just something that you – can't fathom at this juncture in your understanding or our juncture as humans and this is something i said on my show and i want to you know state it again for the listeners of this show my favorite example when it comes to interdimensionality is there's radio waves radio waves have always existed it wasn't until we learned how to harness radio waves and create a quote-unquote radio that we understood what they were and that they even, you know, transpired. Um, sound. Sound is transmitted in frequencies. The bass is lower frequencies. The high pitch shit is higher frequencies. 
until someone invented a tuning fork and can figure that shit out, we didn't know what it was. It was a thing that we couldn't understand. To this day, we understand that dogs can see an aura off of your body, but we can't see it just because we don't have those types of senses. Damn. Why can my dog sniff a fucking asshole from three st- counties away and chase it down and come back three days later knocking somebody up like a deadbeat dad? Why can my dog do that? Because his olfactory bulb is that official. That's crazy. Doesn't mean that that asshole isn't stinky three counties away. <laughs> it just means that you can't smell it. And that's a possibility for every for every level of existence. Your ancestors could be watching you jerk off twice a week. You know what I mean? You don't know. You don't know what happens <laughs> after this. That's Bro, again... That's why I'm saying, like, there's so much more that we don't even understand. But you're right. A demon to me is uh, something with maybe, well, we associate demon with evil, but maybe something with another agenda. Well, here's the thing. We do associate demons with evil, but isn't that human nature to associate evil with everything we don't understand? What is evil and what is good? That's a human construct. I agree with you on that. Right. And then you have things like, okay, so you have demons, right? But then there's other things like angels. So why did you decide one is good and one is not good? Or they're literally the same entity in, in, you know, according to Homeboy, they're alien things that exist in other dimensions that can somehow make contact with us. So what's a demon? What's an angel? What's your agenda? So what? So speaking of alien, right? So the reason I say, who gave them the ideas to make this stuff, right? You think it was Mexicans? No, I don't think it was Mexicans. I think <laughs> that by the end of the 1930s, again, I think World War II was an occult war, right? They wanted many to, do. Yeah. So again, Germany was way ahead of us, dude. NASA and people don't want to talk about it. And I'm going to Kennedy Space Center this weekend, so whatever. And I have a NASA space shirt, uh, uh, it, NASA bro. shirt, whatever. It was founded by Nazis, von Braun, a fucking Nazi. What is it? Uh, uh, Operation Paperclip, Project Paperclip, whatever it is. Uh, they took all these Nazis, but Germany, at the you know at the end of the 1930s, had 57 submarines. And over the four years of World War II, it built 1,100, and they were technologically advanced. So, again, this and this wait is wait a second, wait a second. That's a conspiracy theory, but it's not a conspiracy theory that we like turn the entire country into a tank making factory. It's possible. What do you What do you mean? I mean, that's fact, no? Yeah, that's what we did. That's what they did. Yeah. So why is why is that a weird thing? And what we did well, is weird. The, well, so the conspiracy behind that, I'm doing an episode on this uh, on Wednesday, is that the Germans found aliens so we're having a quantum conversation that both takes place right now and in the future as well bro you're making my head hurt right now i'm sorry speak speak on it bro preach bro this is deep i'm telling you this is deep so the germans they they found aliens and these aliens gave them the technology to be able and that's why world war ii happened whatever the british were trying to get this technology hitler they were known occultists they were known occultists and, and they they were superstitious. They, were. They, they this is this is fact, right? They were surrounded by these secret society, the Thule society, the Vril, all Apparently, that stuff. Their push into the Middle East was motivated by yes, by the thirst for artifacts yes. and looking for stargates. Yes. Yes. Anyways, that's a whole other thing in itself. So, 
again, the, my point is, who gave them this technology? Was it these aliens, quote-unquote, because they're from other realms, other worlds, or demonic entities from other realms, other worlds, whatever? So at CERN, they have the, the largest and most powerful particle accelerator, the Hadron Collider, right? Yes. And what they're trying to do is, well, the large Hadron Collider. Yeah. <laughs> they so sure yeah. They put large in the name. <laughs> so what they're, yeah, that shit is big, bro. That shit is big. So that what shit they're is like to, a football field, right? 27 kilometers, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. 27 kilometers. What is that? Like, I don't know. A couple miles. I don't know. Yeah. I'm totally, but basically guys, it looks like the world's largest laser gun ever. Pretty Yeah, bro. It's, it's, it's deep. So they, they're supposedly, this is what people think. That they're recreate, recreating the conditions just after the Big Bang. That's what people believe they're doing. Yeah, and then again, right. what we talked about, others believe that they're manipulating, uh, you know, matter at a quantum level. And in theory, theoretically, they're manipulating time. That's why they they say that they're, uh, you know, the Mandela effect. Again, you see how this all correlates together. You know, if they're uh, uh, manipulating time. They, who knows what it's what it's doing? You know what I mean? These people. What do you think? What do you think is the most uh, logical explanation, in your opinion? The, so my thing is, I don't really believe in it that much because it's it's the dumbest shit. It's not like all of a sudden the twin towers are up. It's like was there a conocorpia uh, in the symbol for uh, fruit of the looms or whatever? It's like, was there? I remember it being one, and now people are like, "Wait, no. are people saying no?" People Is are that... saying, people are saying no. I, I never heard of that was. one. I'm gonna lose my. It's fruit of the loom. It's based on fruit. Bro, the... hey, I'm just a messenger dog. I okay, remember okay. I'm being, let it go. having a cornucopia. I remember it. I remember yeah, it. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Some I'm people saying it doesn't. Some people say it never did. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Okay, so, so at one point, the CIA director, and there's a video of this on YouTube. I forget his name. Maybe it was John Brennan, but there's been so many assholes. Um, he said the day that the American public steps outside of their house and they don't understand what's real and what's not is the day that our mission has been accomplished. So they're all about disinformation. And number one job is to keep everyone at bay and confused as fuck. So my – my uh, if I had guns to my head, had to guess what the Mandela effect is. I think the CIA got so far for so long, just crushing it with the media and shit like that. Like you, when the CIA, uh, when the Mandela effect started getting big, they had like Anderson Cooper was already established in CNN. Like they had infiltrated everywhere. So they go ahead and they're like, let's see how far we could push this. Yeah. In the NBA, in the NBA, this would be called the heat check. It's like. I'm on fire. I'm going to shoot a shot from half court and see if I'm really on fire. And then you take that shot and, yo, it worked because now there's – it's a thing. It's in the lexicon. It's part of the zeitgeist, and people are arguing whether or not it exists. And I think it's a psyop. Honestly, trolling I think us. it's a heat check psyop. Yes. They're trolling us. I agree. Uh, yeah, I can see what – I can see. I've, I've heard that argument as well. That and it, I don't know. I'm just saying it's that's gotten out of their hands. the most likely. It's gotten out of their hands. Not way. even. I think they're still actively doing it because the more you're gaslighted constantly, you can't trust any opinion you have. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, so the the, the 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 Hadron Collider, what we were talking about, manipulating time and all that stuff, people say 
it could be a time machine. Uh, you know, they were looking for the God particle, the Higgs boson. If they found it or not, they would never tell us. They say they did. Again, you can look this information up, and this is going to be a whole other episode. So I'm going to do a whole other episode on CERN because that's a whole other thing. But they, I want to, I want to get to this. Are we going to start a physics podcast together? That'd be I so weird. So. <laughs> but these I have to people, learn math. they were trying to find these axions as well. These these solar axions, which are uh, hypothetical particles that are components of dark matter. Again, they're trying to figure this out. What is this? Because again, that's what quantum physics is. We don't know what dark matter is, what dark energy mm-hmm. is. But mm-hmm. then the magnet that they were using to find this. Satan, acronym, Solar Axion Telescopic Antenna. But why? They always do that shit. Why? You know what I mean? Like, why? What's the point? And then, you know, Stephen Hawking's, they said, uh, he stated that the God particle could wipe out the universe. And the reason they say this is because, again, they're crashing particles at 99.9% the light of speed, and they're just going and hitting each other. And that could lead to this implosion because if you're pre- or post Big Bang, you know the energy that was there, that repulsive, they call it repulsive gravity of just pushing out. Yeah, and you know what I heard is recently uh, someone released a study where they were saying that we have our Big Bang, but potentially that wasn't the first thing that happened. Like yes. you started the universe, but the like ripples in time. Yeah, I, I, right. I, I've read about that. Yes, yes, I, I'm familiar with that. The ripples in time, and then when it got to that, it just boom. You know, just f- fucking, just you know. It's like yes. it's like uh, when you uh, start making a bubble bath, and then you have the water coming out of the faucet, and then eventually, boom, it hits the edge of the tub. Exactly. So that and again, that's that's a whole other thing in itself. But I'm gonna end with this, and you can take over because I know you're you're dying to. To talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Hey, I'm not dying for anything. I'm having a good time. People talk about, you know, you have the other realm of, you know, because again, who knows if one of these demons or things can get into a computer and just go haywire. People, you know, people talk about demons not being able to take over computers because they need flesh because it's in the Bible. That Satan doesn't need our help to create portals. That he's already here. I agree. I can I can see that. But bro, I'm gonna do one thing that I don't think I've done yet on this podcast is i'm gonna quote the bible dog that's how deep i got bro that's how hit deep me. hit me I bro got. i'm gonna quote the bible right now ephesians 6 12 for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the power of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms Bro, dude, that that goes deep, dog. If you really think about that, it's true. Maybe it's not us that we have to worry about, or maybe it is. But you know, against the archons, against you the- know, what's mad funny too. There's like all sorts of like individual Bible things. I think it's John fifteen fifteen where he says like, "I am the tree of life. I bear the fruit. You are the fruit." Like there's some really good Bible verses that are very applicable to life. Oh, yeah, dude. The Bible is full of interesting and weird shit. You know, dude, if you read the Bible as a book and not a fucking manifesto you should subscribe to, it's great. There's a lot of practical knowledge in it and a lot of metaphors and different analogies and shit like that. 
Yeah. What's the word I'm actually searching for? Um, where you tell a story and it means something else. Ah. Uh, anyway. uh, allegory. Yes. Allegories. Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. There's a lot of shit in there, but then there's a lot of shit that's dark too. You know what that's I mean? That's like, like you, you read Plato, right? You read Plato, but you don't be like, oh, let me worship the people in his stories. <laughs> but yeah, fucking yeah. Or, the or Odyssey, like, the Odyssey by Homer was incredible. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to, you know, go to a building every Sunday because of that book. So AI and Jeffrey Epstein, what's the connection? What's the connection between AI and pedophilia? Uh, Here's the thing. So basically in our research of this, just our, our, our podcasting personalities, I like to present the proven and then go a little bit deeper afterwards. You're starting at the beginning. Most of my notes um, are basically about Jeffrey Epstein's life. I kind of would like to uh, just jump into. Do you think, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, but Jeffrey Epstein did fun. Sophia, the robot that got the first citizenship. Allegedly, then, right? Allegedly, yeah, but that's the thing. He funded, bro. The list goes on and on and on of people that he uh, funded. And then, obviously, the little Sophia doll that Hanson Robotics, that supposedly he funded. You know what I mean? And the thing is that after 2000, I think it's after 2008 or 2006, it was already news that he was like a pedophile, that he was a convicted sex offender. And so if you were fucking with him, Post-2006 or 2008, you knew about his past. You couldn't come back and be like, oh, I didn't know. No, motherfucker, you knew, but you wanted to take his money. You know, a lot of people say, oh, we just did it for the money. Maybe. Hey, I have an entire list of people who knew afterwards. Uh, I I pulled up my notes. I mean, it's not even doing my thing. Basically, here's what I'm going to do for you folks. I'm going to tell you everything about him that I know from the beginning. I have notes just because dates get fuzzy and shit like that. And you jump in whenever you have a question or a comment because I know you've heard of most of shit before. Born in Brooklyn to Middle East, uh, (laughs) Middle East, middle class parents. Graduated high school at 16 after skipping two grades. He then went to Cooper Union before transferring and eventually dropping out from NYU. That was a fucking idiot, wasn't he? I mean, I don't know. He got away with a lot of shit, and he know how to work money. Does that make you an idiot, or does that just but make you tone But did he really that? know how to work money? That's the thing, because maybe that, was a, that was a cover-up. You know, like, we'll get oh, into I'm just it. A- we'll get into it. You'll, you'll know when to jump in on that. This is Double Dutch, my friend. You'll, you'll hear the key words, and you'll be like, now. In 1974, he began teaching math to teens at the Dalton School. It's a prestigious school on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Coincidentally, he was hired by headmaster Donald Barr, a.k.a. the father of U.S. Attorney General William Barr. Hmm. This is one of the first instances of Jeffrey Epstein meeting people that all come back in the end to be connected to him in his downfall. Um, This is also when he met his next boss. He was then fired two years later for poor performance. After that, he began working at Bear Stearns. Uh, he was a low-level junior assistant from on the trading floor. Somehow, within four short years, he had already worked his way up to limited partner. He continued there until 1981 when he was dismissed due to a, regular, uh, a regulation D violation, according to his own words during a testimony. 
Also, uh, something I didn't want to mention because some people think it's irrelevant, but some people think it's wildly relevant. Um, he's Jewish, and he has a lot of connections to Israel over the course of his life. I don't know how anyone on this podcast feels about Zionism. Zionism. That's a, hey, that's and, a personal thing. I yo. just feel like it should be spoken if we're going to talk about this guy and his connections. Yeah. No, I haven't talked about Zionism on my podcast yet, but this is going to be a first. But, I mean, it, it's it's like you said, you know, I, again, I present the information. I interpret it for what I want, for right. what I do, or for what I can, whatever. Again, if it's got anything to do with, the, do with that or it doesn't, that's up, for, that's up to the people to decide. You know, don't shoot the messenger. But, yes, I haven't talked about Zionism. No, not yet. So check it. August 1981. He starts the International Asset Group, a financial consulting agency focused on identifying and recovering embezzled funds. By his own admission, he worked for clients who had embezzled uh, their funds originally. He was he considered himself and a quote that he later backtracked. Actually, I cut that off my notes. I'm sorry. This is not legible. This What's is me the... jotting down shit. I told you, like a psychopath. Look, it was around this time in 1981 that Nigel Rosser claims – oh, here it goes. Nigel Rosser claims in his 2001 book, Andrew's fixer, she's the daughter of Robert Maxwell, and she's manipulating the jet set of lifestyle. So basically this is a book about – He threw her under the bus? Ghislaine Maxwell. He, he threw wrote... her – he said that. No, but like it was a book about her in 2001 that then quoted him. Oh, right. So and he backtracked on all this. Epstein has a license to carry a concealed weapon. He once claimed to have worked for the CIA, although he now denies it and owns properties all over America. Once he arrived at his London home of a British at the London home of a British arms dealer bringing a gift. A New York police issue pump action hot gun. Uh, that's a shotgun, probably. God knows how he got into the country, a friend said. So he's connected. So, again, the reason why this is all relevant is because, if you know, you're getting there. The fucked up part about this is that if he was connected to intelligence, they're allowing this pedophilia and harm of kids because again if they're in on it to what blackmail the elites and you know all these operations you know what i mean like that's the fucked up part about it that and i mean that's that's the overwhelming uh interpretation of the conspiracy is that he was used as an agent to go ahead and just like blackmail other people i don't i don't i don't know dude it's I'm not saying it's okay. That's just the idea. It's not. It's not okay. But again, that's the, that's the that's what that's what fuck man. That's what that's what's messed up about it. You know what I mean? Uh, we talked. You want to get more messed up? Can we get more messed up before sidetracking? So he's a scapegoat, right? Pretty much in the end, he's a scapegoat, right? But go ahead. I, I want to add some other, you know, wood to the fire after you're done. For sure. Let's add some members, some kindling. Um. So you know how I just said that he said for a little bit that he was a CIA dude, but then he backtracked it? Yeah. So according to my notes, it's not clear 
if that was real. That hasn't been verified. But here's here's what did happen, right? That he retracted that statement. It's not. No, 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 no. That that he had said that statement originally. Okay, okay, I got you. During the 80s, Epstein possessed an Austrian passport that had his photo but a false name. The passport showed his place of residence in Saudi Arabia. Throughout the 80s, one of Epstein's clients, biggest clients, was a Saudi Arabian arms dealer known for his uh, for his part in the Iran-Contra affair. You're aware of the Iran-Contra affair? For those that don't know, what is that, bro? For those that don't know, the Iran-Contra affair was the Reagan administration, the CIA, collaborating to Ooh. procure drugs, sell them in South Central Los Angeles, uh. drop them in Mena, Arkansas to Bill Clinton, take the money, and then fund a war against <laughs> Russia in Afghanistan by creating the Mujahideen, which would then become Al-Qaeda, and which would then, according to the story, become ISIS. But we won't get into that. But that's a conspiracy. No, that's actually <laughs> proven fact. That's conspiracy fact. That is the Iran-Contra affair. People went to jail for this. No one responsible, just the boots on the ground. So that's what was happening. Do you know what that man's name is? Do you know what Jeffrey Epstein's fucking client, his name was? The guy who sold the guns to the Afghanis from Saudi Arabia? Adnan Khashoggi. Where do you know that last name from? I don't. You're blowing my mind right now, bro. Khashoggi? Jamal Khashoggi? The fucking... The, the journalist that was hacked up into a million pieces and thrown into a well by Saudi Arabian Secret Service? Really? Wait. Where have you lived last year? That bro, was a huge I, thing. I told you I wasn't... I'm not into that... that, uh, that bro, I was in church. No, duh. that's mainstream media. No, that's mainstream media. That caused an international the uproar. Year. This year! Within really? the last... Yeah, within the last 12 months, not this calendar year, like, like you know, since 2020, but yeah. it happened last year after, I would say, after the winter. It definitely happened within 365 days of today. What the fuck? Dude, there was a journalist from a Saudi Arabian journalist, and he was a rel he was the nephew of this arms dealer, and he got chopped up and thrown in a fucking well, and they got caught. They got caught, and it became an international incident, and then... Basically, Donald Trump was like, they're good dudes. <laughs> Great guy. I don't know. Why would you chop him up? I would rotisserie him. Doesn't seem like his style. He'd never do that. Yeah. So that happened. Ah, oh, the people at home listening, though, that's a bomb for them. Yeah, bro. That's a bomb for me, dog. I didn't even I wasn't in that. You see, you, that's the thing, bro. I don't I don't, I don't pay. I don't like getting involved in politics. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't like getting involved in politics. I don't talk about politics a lot. Amen. Again, that's I don't whole, necessarily that's, like wiping my ass, but I gotta do what I gotta do to be straight. You know what I, I mean? I don't know about that, but I don't listen, enjoy the process. Listen, you know, it's just like you know, religion. When you, you tell people that 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 Christianity might might have been a mushroom cult, they get triggered. They feel they feel a type of way. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't bring up. Uh, a lot of that around people. And that's why I start with proven facts because everything that I'm showing is a matter of public record and I don't have to blow your mind with a mushroom cult first. I can, yeah. I can blow your mind with facts and then later on when your mind is open to mushroom cults, you could be like, hey, dog, <laughs> tell me something crazy. And I'll be like, what you know about mushrooms? 
Yeah, yeah. Damn, bro. So that's basically everything I'm spitting right now is all matter of public record, all facts. So um, that was happening in the 80s. In 1987, Epstein was hired by Stephen Hoffenberg to consult the Tower Financial Company. During the two years, they gained reputation as corporate raiders conducting several high-profile hostage takeovers um, and also some high-profile high hostage takeover attempts, to be honest, before leaving in 1989. In 1993, Tower Financial collapsed and was revealed to be one of the largest Ponzi schemes in U.S. history with lost funds of around $450 million at that time without adjusting for inflation. That's, that's a, wow, that's a bunch of money. That's billions of dollars. And that's just the motherfuckers who got caught, right? Yeah. And Stephen Hoffenberg claimed oh actually I think it was four was it four fifty million or billion? Are my notes wrong? I would double check that if I was listening. Stephen Hoffenberg claimed that Epstein was intimately familiar with the scam, but Epstein was never charged because he left five years before. That's another sign but he, of a he was ma- he was managing it. He was a consultant, quote unquote. If you do your research and, and this is just we can go deep research or Wikipedia. Just Wikipedia level, it's admitted that for the two years they worked together, they were thick as thieves, and they did everything together and traveled all across the world in Stephen Hoffenberg's private plane. So Probably you can't say he didn't know. Idea. You can say it. There's plausible deniability. He's only a consultant. He might not have actual – you know what I mean? That's the argument I would make as the lawyer. Like he didn't know. They asked him about concepts. They didn't ask him about policies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Again, consultant. Exactly. One of his earliest and largest clients was Les Wexner, chairman and CEO of L Brands, uh, the owner of Victoria's Secret. Most famously, over the course of the years, you know, they've owned, um, you know, Structure, Express, Bed Bath and Beyond. I have to give full disclosure. Uh, for like four years of my life, I was an employee of Les Wexner at Express, and I crushed it, <laughs> and I did not fuck any children or anything. Uh, and that happened, yeah. By 1991, he was Lex Wexner's power of attorney, and by 95, he was the chairman of the Wexner Foundation for Charitable Causes. So this guy is just moving up, right? He's a social climber. That's what we're seeing. At this point... Everything's all kosher on the surface. Here's what happens next. It was also during the early 90s that he became romantic with, as people call her, Ghislaine. Um, Her real name is Gilan. That's how you pronounce it in whatever the fuck the language is. Gilan Maxwell. Daughter of Robert Maxwell, a former media tycoon with alleged Mossad connections who would wind up dead mysteriously fucking swimming in a pile of water. Belly up like a fucking fish. Though they dated for some time, Maxwell will end up working closely with Epstein for the remainder of his life as a central part of the organization. And that was verified through numerous witnesses, through numerous depositions, through numerous cases and numerous trials. That's an undisputed part of his life. Uh, A lot of people say it was a complicated relationship. They can't even really put their own finger on what type of relationship it was. Are you with me? Yeah, bro. Again, that's that's what you're saying about him climbing up so fast. That's what blows my mind, dude. And that's what gives credibility 
yep. to the you know what I mean? Because again, yeah. from my understanding, from my research that I did, he was he was a fuck up, you know, when he first and then out of, from night to day he started managing. Look, I won't say he, here's the thing. I won't say he's a fuck up. Here's the thing. What you're painting the picture of like on paper he's a fuck up for sure. Like he dropped out of school and shit like that. But that's not how the real world works. And you Oh, you I both know, that. know that. Right? Know so that. like his first job, how did you get that job without a college degree as that's a teacher? That's what I'm saying though. And right. And if, so right now you you're you're my boy and it's who you know, not what you know. Exactly. It's all political, right? But if you're my and boy, then that pattern continues throughout his life. How much of my boy do you have to be for me to for me to give you a seventy million dollar condo? And we're building? getting there, bro. So bro. next one, nineteen ninety six. Jeffrey renames and moves the business to Little oh, or to St. Thomas, reducing his tax rate by ninety percent. That's ninety six, starting to escalate. Jesus Christ. Ninety eight. Ninety percent. 98, Epstein used a holding corp to buy the island of Little St. James, which will become a central part of this story. In 2000, Epstein became president of Liquid Funding Limited. And this is actually the only thing that I learned new by doing research for this show. I knew all the rest, but this shit, I somehow it got through the cracks. Liquid Holding Limited... The company had close ties with Bear Stearns, you know, the investment group that hired Jeffrey Epstein before. They originally owned 40% of Liquid Funding Limited. It was considered a pioneer of complex financial uh, strategies that were instrumental in the 2008 financial collapse. The whole debt swapping and all that shit, that was Epstein as president of this company. They were the first ones to really do that shit, to start bundling toxic assets with decent assets and getting them labeled as AAA. If anyone at home has ever seen the film The Big Short, that didn't exist before Jeffrey Epstein's company. Um, You know, it all went to shit at the end of 2007. Beginning in 2008, it was known as the 2008 financial collapse. Mm -hmm. huh. Guess what? Lucky for our boy that he pulled out in 2007. <laughs> uh, of course. Bro, that, that's like that thing you had told me about the British and the Rothschild, was it? Yes. Yes. Damn. For those of you at home, we don't have time for it. Look up how the Rothschilds made a bunch of money off of Napoleon beating the British. Uh, losing to the British, rather. Also in 2000, this is a big year for him. Virginia Roberts. Do you know who Virginia Roberts is? That's the girl that allegedly told. Uh, yeah, she was an accuser of his. So we'll get yeah. into that later. It'll come back full circle. 2000, um, Virginia Roberts first met Ghislaine Maxwell when working as a spot attendant at Donald Trump's private Mar-a-Lago club while reading a book about massage therapy. Roberts would later go on to be a key witness for the Palm Beach police in a case against Epstein. Mm-hmm. He was, was in Florida at the time, right? Ah, uh, nah. He's just globetrotting. He just hangs out with his boys and his enablers. And Mar-a-Lago clearly was a place where he thought he could get away with shit. Now, to be fair to both sides of the story, Trump found out about that shit and kicked him out eventually and banned him and then cut off contact with him. But before that, 
Trump had been out there doing wild shit with him, so I yeah. don't know. Maybe yeah. it just got too public. You don't know. Well, that's the thing. Like that that quote that he has where he's a great guy, but he likes some young or whatever. Why would you yeah. even say that? You know what I mean? Like First of all, first of all, come on, let's be real. Don't be a fucking a modern millennial. Like it used to be cool to say shit like that, even if it wasn't true. Right? <laughs> you remember when when uh I don't know, I mean like we Bro, weren't why adults the fuck back did you then. Say that? Come on, man. We're, no, real talk. We weren't adults back then, but if you watch movies from like the eighties yeah. No, you I, would, I get what you're you saying. You would see a dude be like, oh, who's that? Is that your friend? And I'd be like, oh, that? That's Juan. He fucks hard. And then people be like, oh, Juan fucks hard. And, like, it was a weird, perverse thing that people used to do. This dude's almost 80 years old. You think that he doesn't think it's awesome to brag about how young his old friend's sexual partners are? Be yeah. like, oh, Jeffrey, that dude fucks, and he fucks him young. He's the best. Yeah. Like, he— like, how does he not think that's a cool thing? Yeah. That's like that's like when old people call someone colored and they think that's the better thing to say than nigger. I was going to say Negro and then I was going to say nigger and it just came out. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Edit that if you need to. Damn, bro. I told somebody not to say that word, too, on the show. <laughs> you didn't tell me, did you? No, I was. Oh, uh, I didn't think so. This episode I'm doing on Saturday, I was like, yeah, but don't say this word. And he was like. Why are you scared? I'm like, nah. But I guess that came we'll... out so wrong. Feel free to edit that if you <laughs> want. It just it was like, what? Negro Neger. <laughs> I think the folks at home would understand it though. Anyway, so back to it. I'm gonna give you a break just in case you want to edit it. No, no, go ahead. I'm I'm, bro, I'm cool. In March 2005, a woman contacted Florida's Palm Beach Police Department and alleged that her 14-year-old stepdaughter had been taken to Epstein's mansion by an older girl. There, she was allegedly paid $300 to strip and massage Epstein. Oh, this these notes actually have the adjusted income. Uh, with inflation, it's $390 in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> she had allegedly undressed but left the encounter wearing her underwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I I read about that because again, that was that was in Florida. That was in his pink mansion here in uh, somewhere near uh, Miami or something like that. Something like that. Police began a 13-month undercover investigation of Epstein, including search of his home. The FBI also became involved. Subsequently, the police alleged that Epstein had paid several girls to perform sexual acts with him. Interviews with five alleged victims and 17 witnesses under oath. A high school transcript. <laughs> What? A high school transcript and other items found in <laughs> Epstein's trash and home allegedly showed the girls involved were under 16. Wait, 18. Wait a second. So I'm not going to lie. This particular paragraph was copy and pasted because it was so detailed. I was like, I don't want to try to recite it. I don't want to. Yeah. I wanted dates and times. I somehow I missed that. Apparently, he's validating that they're under 18 via high school transcripts in the trash. This is out of hand. It, one one side note, and I haven't Hidden. looked this up, and I and I'm I'm wondering is is there is there footage of this guy talking? Uh we could look it up. You know what I mean? Like, you you ever just there has to be. Know. It's just like a serial killer. Like, oh, is there is there a video of him doing an interview or something like that? You know what I mean? Like, it's like I've been wondering about that, but I haven't looked it up. You know, just to hear how the scumbag talks. You know, just to, to hear his lame-ass voice but I bet he's charming as fuck 
Well, that's the thing, dude. Like, you know, a lot of people, this guy was a piece of shit, obviously, for the things that he did. Yeah. But then you have, again, I think we talked about it, Hitler, you know. Uh, I was having a conversation with somebody about what it is about people that you can just click with and things that, you know, just when you first meet somebody, like what makes you not attracted to them, but like, you know, makes them, you know, you, you know, you obviously click with some people and you don't click with others. Like the people then that we are go transdimensional again and then we talk about wavelengths and what people are tuned into and are yeah. we the same frequency and do we have the same interest? Nicola and then it's Tesla like, what do you want to talk shit. about? Yeah, yeah. no, it goes, I know it goes deep, dude. I mean, but you know, it is what it is, but yeah, I mean, this guy probably was charming and probably did know how to talk to people and could manipulate them, but I mean, it, it is what it is, dude, but is there footage of him talking? Yo, Meta. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was just looking it up. Um, nah, I can't. I haven't found it yet. It's like there might be, but it's all like interviews of other people talking about him. So like, I gotta go through the news clips to find it. And probably not. I mean, there's just. All right, so let's get back to it. In May 2006. Oh wait, no, said that already. No, I didn't. 2006, Palm Beach police filed probable cause affidavit saying that Epstein should be charged with four counts of unlawful sex with minors and one count of sexual abuse. Epstein's defense lawyers, including Roy Black, Gerald LaCourt, Harvard Law student, uh, law School professor Alan Dershowitz, and former U.S. Solicitor General Ken Starr. Now, we do know Alan Dershowitz is part of the current president's legal team, and Ken Starr was the man leading the investigation into the Bill Clinton um, impeachment proceedings. So hmm. let's start there. Hmm. In July 2006. So first of all, you hear his name is like an all-star team of famous people, right? Like, yeah, yeah, right. Like, just I just keep dropping names on this dude that is like wild for bro. any regular person, bro. And again, what we talked about earlier, this guy was associated. The list goes fucking. On and on. I have the and not only not only that, but he's associated with people who have to do with developmental things with children. For example, the guys from Nickelodeon. You know what I mean? The influence that they have on children. Allegedly Dan Snyder. There bro, the list is so long. That's why it, it irks me that he was able to get away with so much, because obviously hurting children. And doing all this scumbag shit, I, I don't agree with that. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is about these people that are attracted to kids. You know, like, you know, like as a man, like I want a woman. You know what I mean? Like with a with a body, like a grown ass. Well, I don't want a freaking, you know, uh, a kid. You know what I mean? Like. Well, here's the thing. You know what the biggest theory on that is. And it involves the occult, and I think you should just get into it and tell the people what you're thinking. Bro, again, it go like I I told you about this, you know, uh, child sacrifice. We told each other. I know we we the the child sacrifice and all this occult stuff again, right? What I told you earlier that it all leads to what Kronos, Saturn, uh, the 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 correlation there is that obviously Kronos it is children, you know. Uh, satanic worship because satan is chronos same thing same people same same archetype uh and then it go you know it goes way back into the bible dog moloch but then what also but then also 
what is what is the devil? What is like Lucifer, bringer of light? Maybe maybe God is the devil. He's a subjugator. He's the fucking God. one who puts us in Damn, bondage. Bro, why the fuck did you say that? I'm gonna have to edit that out, bro. I've, I've that's, that's what you're gonna edit out. So you have you can go to Boston Market with your family next weekend. Like, is that what you want to edit out? That, that's the most true thing I've said so far. Listen, everything listen. comes from that concept. I've who is the bringer thinking, of light and who's the bringer of knowledge? Lucifer. Listen. I've been thinking about that, bro. Lucas, that's, Luke, that's, all those people. That's what my research Lucius. has. That's what my research has led me to. Okay, that's what my research has led me to. But again, I've been indoctrinated since I was very little, and it goes against here, all narratives. Again, and that's something that I've been thinking about. I haven't said it to anybody. Uh, I've only talked about that with one person, and. The you know and and what you, you fuck it you just said it right so a demon you know it takes a demon to slay a demon right it takes a dragon mm. to kill a dragon mm. revelations you got the dragons you know uh, iron sharpens iron bro you know there, there, there's talk of of there's talks of that in my research in esoteric things yes I have come across For that sure. and obviously I've come across the story of uh, God and Satan being brothers, because obviously that's the archetype you see within these things. You know the the duality. You know, uh, good uh, and evil, but then they're brothers. You know what I mean? How Thank come? How little. come when God refers to Himself in the creation myth, um, in the Bible, how come God refers to Himself as we, as a royal we, as if there was maybe a squad of motherfuckers making us? Listen, that's, that's Genesis. A, that's, read that's, it. That's a that's a Gnostic belief. Meta, that's a Gnostic that's in Genesis, belief. no? Yes, that's a Gnostic belief. So the Gnostics, for those that don't know, and I've done I've done numerous episodes on the Gnostics. Okay. He has put them on. I've listened. I've, I've, uh, so this episode is going to come out before episode 10, the Gnostic worldview. I sat down with uh, uh, Lawrence Carana, and he's a, a, a Gnostic lecturer, and we went deep. So the Gnostics, they were persecuted because of that, because of the duality, and, and obviously— what I said earlier, the archons, we, I, I talked about the Old Testament. The Old Testament state, uh, you know, as dark, child sacrifice, darkness, the killing of children, right? There's certain Gnostic sects that believed that the Old Testament was a work of demonic origins. Yahweh, another name for God, mm-hmm, El, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Yaltaboath. Yaltaboath is a creation from the feminine figure of the Trinity for the Gnostics. So the 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 Gnostics believed in that thought came first, right? Thinking came first. Thinking the masculine, then the thought feminine, and then a uh, uh, thought thinking of itself. Thinking was the child Christos. So you have the Trinity there, right? But obviously you have that duality, masculinity. So God is consciousness. That's what it sounds like you just explained to me. So no, so that's the yeah. That so pretty much that's what they believe. They they believed in the eons and they believe okay. that before everything. And again, this is why my mind has been shaped into something that I don't even know what to think anymore because of this. Because the the Gnostics believed in in you know in that that almost like a quantum physics. Quantum physics is trying to correlate 
consciousness with its with what is it and one of the one of my favorite quotes from the uh, i believe it's the apocrypha john and don't quote me on that uh again non-canonical text uh it's it's a scripture it's an unho- unholy scripture uh scripture uh you know in order to understand the the uh, the disciples asked Jesus, you know, how does it end? And he says, in order, you know, have you already forsaken the, the, the beginning? Because in order to understand the beginning, you must know where the ending is because the beginning is where the end is, right? So what that means is in order to understand everything as a whole, you have to know how it started. Obviously, with the Christian religion, we're given these stories of creation, which were, I hate to say this, but plagiarized from other stories of creation, uh, Epic of Gilgamesh, uh atrahasis you know all these different sumerian texts that are the same thing just switched up uh, that hurts some people to say that it's controversial but it's the truth you know it, it's it, the, it, the 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 facts are there and again that's what my research has led me to that perhaps uh you know I, the more I look into the Old Testament, the more I think, yeah, demonic origins. Why the fuck, you know, a God that is all loving, why would he tell you to sacrifice your son? Or why would he order the killing of all the firstborn sons? Or, all, you know, why would he sick a bear on people and kill them? Or, you know, like stuff like that. That just makes you think about, I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Have you ever heard of the, uh, the uh, it's called like the hero scale or the hero rating? It's really called the rank raglan mythotype. No, I'm not familiar with that. So basically, it's the concept. It's a dude. Uh, it, I don't know who it was. It was researchers. Auto Rank developed the hero pattern that was very much based on Oedipus legend, followed Freudian psychoanalytic thought. In that pattern lingered on heroes' relations with parents and was limited to the first half of the life of the hero. And then he ranks a bunch of like characteristics of heroes. And they are some religious and some aren't. And then through that, you have through that paradigm, people have done their rankings. And it's like you have like Jesus, you have Superman, you have Ra. You know what I mean? Um, well, are you talking like are you trying to relate that to like the Nephilim and stuff like that? Like the fallen angels and the watchers? I'm saying stuff? I'm saying how everything is related, how you said the Christianity, yeah, yes, Christianity yes, took that shit from somewhere else, oh, and then someone actually like quantified it, and then and, he ranked them. And 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 the striking resemblance between Zeus and Jesus Christ. Again, yeah, that's I don't I don't like getting into. I haven't done an episode on this because of the controversy that that surrounds it. But again, I've done research into it, dude. I, I I've gone deep in that rabbit hole. I've looked around, and that's why I reserve my belief to believing in a higher power uh rather that be jesus god el yahweh enlil enki whatever you want to call him uh allah whatever you want to call him you know what i mean i i reserve my right to just you know because uh, it, it, it all points there dude it, it's it's deep dude it, it's deep and it's a rabbit hole but yes I, the, the point being, there are connections that God and Satan are probably the same thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, but it goes deeper than that, dude. It, it really does. Very possible. Yes. And then it could all just be fake. 
And then it's really how you choose to focus your energy and what you believe in and what you think is the best uh, mode of travel moving forward. Yes. Uh, I've thought about that as well. I've thought about that. What if when we well, die? Well, that's 100% true because like regardless of what reality is, if you subscribe to a thought and you live your life that way, it is your reality. And then you might be fucking up, but you're still doing it. I've thought about that. I've thought about what if we're all wrong. And there's nothing uh, uh, after this. Oh, oh, okay. I got a good one for you. And look, I'm not trying to start a fire or be a rabble rouser, but let's talk about it this way. Um, so you're saying what if we're all wrong? So Jesus Christ, let's say Christians, right? Christians believe that you have the opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior on your deathbed. As long as you repent, you can make it into the kingdom of heaven, correct? Yes, you're correct. Right. So my philosophical question to you is, what happens to all the pagans that existed before the concept of Christianity, or not even Christianity, let's go Old Testament. What about the pagans that existed before the Old Testament and the Talmud existed, and then they obviously could not have been alive to even accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So what happens? Are they destined to suffer in hell for all eternity because they were never given the opportunity to worship the quote-unquote correct God? And then let's take it even further. Jesus Christ, let's say he's the Lord and Savior, and then there's two billion fucking Indians out there who don't believe in him. What happens to them? They go to hell? Really? Religion is a multi-trillion dollar industry per year. Facts. Religion. Every Sunday, the Catholic Church the, passes out a basket the, for money, and I've never seen them pass baskets out with money. Theism is a construct, right? Tell them where with, it came from. I know you know. Tell them. I know. I know you know I know. I'm about to say it. <laughs> it's got occult connections. And this is why we say that the God can be the same as Satan because, for example, and this is an example I'm going to use, is the one that I'm most familiar with, the Knights Templar. Right. Yep. Christianity, they killed over 100 million people in a span of I don't know how at, many years. At least, yeah. At least, yes. You know, the Crusades of Wars and all this stuff. Again, they were persecuting who? The Gnostics, the Druids pagans, everybody who had different beliefs in regards Muslims. to Muslims, everybody that was against the Catholic Church, right? Yep. So, mind you, the Knights Templar were pretty much mercenaries for the Catholic Church, and they worshipped, this is allegedly, because these, these confessions are under torture, remember, that they were worshiping Baphomet. For those who don't know who Baphomet is, is this deity, this entity, the a goat with horns. Yeah, so a hermaphroditic uh, a being, right? So it's mostly it's it, that was a famous iteration of a famous occultist um, that he drew him, and he drew them. A lot of people are familiar with the statue that the Satanic Temple has which is the goat, you know, again, the chimera 
hermaphrodic uh, being, you know, both male and female and both uh, animal and, and human at the same time. And they've associated that with the satanic temple. But some, there, that wasn't the original intention of that. They just took that. And that wasn't meant to be interpreted that way. Because when people see that, they do, oh, Satan. It's not. Baphomet was this being, this entity that the Knights Templar worship, Knights Templar being part of the Catholic Church. And they worshiped that. And they also had weird things such as they said they had John the Baptist's head. And there's an Egyptian belief that if you have a prophet's head, it tells you what to do, uh, right? So it tells you what you know where to go, and it just gives you prophecies. And it's fuck. also believed that they were in possession of the holy, uh, the holy grail. Yes, yeah, they were, yeah, protecting it. But then it goes deeper than that, though. So, so remember how we talked about earlier about how the origins of technology, right? That something of another realm was giving us this technology. So. Through alchemy, through the teachings of this head, through the teachings of this deity, this entity, Baphomet, the head of John the Baptist, whatever it was, they were able, and this is this is history, able to construct the modern day banking system and able to acquire all the riches and the wealth and everything that that eventually they were able to. This this is the origins of the modern day banking system through alchemy of what these people worshiping this deity this this thing this head that would talk to them right so it's it's a you know it's it's again occult things and at the end of the day the church washed her hands of the 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 knights templar and that the pretty much they said listen we weren't associated with them and then there was some weird shit going on where they came back and then they pretty much took back everything that they had said about them and they were, and and they I, I think opened up a trial again or something like that and pretty much proved their innocence. Why would they do that after all those years? Who knows? But that's there. Uh, the reason I say this is because we see this in Freemasonry, you know, the black and white uh, checkered floors. That symbolizes good and evil, yin and yang, because they have to do as much as they do evil. Because, you know, I had somebody tell me, oh, well, the Catholic Church has helped a lot of people. Yes, they help the community. That is right. But how many children, uh, boys don't get molested and they do nothing about it? You know what I mean? They do nothing about it because pedophilia, again, it goes deeper than that. This this child sacrifice, this cannibalism, all this stuff in the Bible, Moloch. You know, Jesus says, don't sacrifice your kids up to Moloch. And and besides doing nothing about it, there's a lot of instances where they kind of um, enable it. Yeah, exactly. But at the end of the day, again, it's that archetype. Who is Moloch? Bro, who the fuck is Moloch? Kronos. Who's Kronos? Saturn. You know, the god of time. The, the god who ate his children. Bro, if, if you want to make those connections, if you may be reaching, whatever, that's the shit that I've come to. And again, that's why I tell you everything comes back full circle. Because I don't know. And that's what I said. At the, that's why I said at the beginning of the podcast. There's one thing I know for sure, and that's that I don't know shit. Because it's just, it's so deep. And mind you, I've only told one person that, you know, about the whole... Jesus being might be God, you know, uh, uh, the Satan and God might be the same person, same being, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, and so now have, she wants to break the lease and call off the wedding. Yeah, so I've 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 have come across that. I have come across that again. If uh, I don't necessarily believe it, because again, I believe 
uh, I'm more towards the the Gnostic because I've I've come up with things from the Old Testament. I've talked to people about it, and they told me, "Hey, just ignore the Old Testament." I go, "Why the fuck would I ignore the Old Testament if it's in the Bible?" You know what I mean? It's it's there. Oh no, just ignore it. Why? You know what I mean? So like, yeah, people want to ignore it, but it's I mean, true, that's man. the idea of that's literally the idea of the New Testament floated by like I don't know, big Bible. I don't know what to call it, but like I, I don't the know, idea dude. is. Jesus died on the sins, so the first, the Old Testament doesn't count, and now only listen to the New Testament. That's literally the idea of Christianity. Yeah, so I, I had a, I did a podcast, which is going to be out after this, uh, with a, with a doctor, with a PhD in theology and church history, and, and he knows his shit. Right, this guy used to be a former minister and all this stuff, and he knows his stuff. And we talked about demonology. Angelology, the Book of Enoch, the all the crazy shit that I like that's not in the Bible because it's non-canonical. And I was going on, and he he was like, I said, listen, the my problem with the Bible is all these different interpretations, right? And the and then I said, when you look at the Greek translation, the original, he's like, I'm gonna stop you right there. Yeah, that's not the original. I was like, okay. He's like, we have this other translation, this other translation, this is the original. I go, bro, you're proving my point exactly. That there's a bunch of different translations and you have the same text saying different shit throughout the different translations. And then not only that, but there's been errors of people translating these scriptures. There's been errors, typos. So who's to say that they're not pushing the agenda going back to the Catholic Church? The you know the the Roman Empire, uh, when they saw people were leaving the Catholic Church, holy shit, we're the Holy Roman Empire now. We're Christians. Why? Because that's where the money's at. They saw the people. So you were know leaving. what? You know what? I'm gonna address that, and I'm gonna call up something you said a few minutes ago, and you were saying, what were you saying about monotheism? What was the purpose for it? You said it was like evil intentions or something. Monotheism, what? What were you saying about monotheism? I, I didn't say anything about mon- monotheism. No, you did. Uh, when we were ta- well, I brought up paganism, and you were talking about bringing everybody into believing in one. All right, no. all right. Maybe I'm mistaken on my interpretation of what you were saying. So anyway, mon- monotheism. The the conspiracy behind that is like, you have. You have this wild uh, pagan land that you just conquered, and then how do you get them to follow you? Well, what do you do? You create a god, just one god, not seven of them, not some dude worships Venus and some dude worships Mars, none of that. You get one guy, his name's God, his name's Jesus. This is the biggest conspiracy behind Christianity. Supposedly, the Romans created Jesus to unite people under one fucking flag, and now— we we have uh, a bigger reason for being together as an empire than just borders written and conquering and shit like that. We are all the same type of people because we believe in the same God and we are civilized and everyone else is a savage. Yes, and and to touch on that, uh, during the Dark Ages, people took religion yes. in such a literal sense and there were uh, yes. extremists. Uh, when it came to religion uh, during those times, and I, I agree with you, you know, 
And again, this is, I've always said this, and I've said this a bunch of times on the show. There's a mystical comprehension to this, and there's a literal comprehension to this. Where do you stand? You know, if you take everything uh, for what it is or for what it's not, you know, at the end of the day, we're all wrong. We can't all be right. You know, we can't all be right. And well, I went to church for a long time, you know, uh, Pentecostal. And that, that's the thing. There's a bunch of different types of Christians, a bunch of different types of Catholics, you know, which is right, which is wrong. But at the end of the day, uh, religion probably is a construct. And, and, you know, I've thought about that, dude. I've, I've thought about that. I said, what if when we die, there's nothing, dude? What if it's just over? That's it. And then everything that we I think that's about, best case scenario, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know. You know, to be quite honest with you, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Jesus has been coming since I was like eight years old that I can remember. <laughs> you know, seven, eight years old. Yeah, yeah. Been coming every year. And whether we're living end times or not. We've been, we've been living end times for thousands of years, so. <laughs> yes. I, I, I don't know. But. Anyways, that, that that was that. Uh, yeah, but you know, back to Jeffrey being a piece of shit. The pedophilia goes deeper, and that's another wormhole in itself. That just again, there's connections, and it goes just for you know, it's just so far in. And whether you want to accept it or not, that's up to you. That I'm just a messenger. I don't believe it all, you know, just for the record. But but yeah, pedophilia does go further further back than that that's why it bothers me that they would allow this if these allegations of these conspiracies if you want to call them are true or not you know what i mean look i'm up to july 2006 why don't we just put everything in a nutshell i'm gonna give you bullet points of bullet points of bullet points 2006 fba fbi began its investigation of epstein um Eventually, they decided he should be indicted. At one point, Jim Acosta decided to give him a sweetheart deal because he said that he had gotten information that Epstein was quote-unquote intelligence. Um, you know, Epstein continues to get sued by dozens of women, uh, also get dozens of criminal accusations against him. Let's keep going. Uh, public records show that in 2011, uh, a $77 million Upper East Side townhouse was transferred to Epstein for $0 by his boy, Mr. Lex Wexner, the you know, guy who runs Victoria's Secret. Also, side note, as the BFF of the guy who runs Victoria's Secret, there are many witnesses who said that Epstein was involved in the choosing of Victoria's Secret runway models. To play devil's advocate, you know, a lot of the rich guys would do that to, for tax reasons, you know, who knows, uh, but for sure, it could be anything. I'm just saying it's one thing when I have shady um, business dealings on paper. It's another thing when I have shady business dealings with known pedophiles. Yeah. After yeah. look, this is 2011. So he was already <laughs> convicted, right? Like yeah. you said before, yeah. 2008, like, you come knew. on, what you, knew you couldn't say that you didn't know. You couldn't then, say that you didn't know. And then later on, Lex Wessner comes out and says that he cut off all ties with that dude in 2006. So which one is it, bro? Yeah. Which you know, I told you. It? I told you. There, there's, a, there's a problem. And again, we go back. You know, we can talk back about 9-11. You know, I said the Twin Towers. 
uh, uh, Donald Drumfield the day before 9-11. All that. You know, $2.3 trillion missing. Boom. The 9-11 happened. We didn't bring that up ever again. Right now, what's happening right now? Bro, uh, Jeff that's disrespectful Epstein. to the troops. Stop. That's the – yeah. The, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, pedophile ring within the government, within the elite, whatever you want to call it, within the church, whatever. Boom. Oh, uh, Iran is, is – we're at war with Iran. Oh, uh, uh, what's next? Uh, that, that didn't work out. We didn't go to Ooh, war with flu. them. Uh, oh, oh, damn, there's a pandemic going on. They're do, they do these things while – again, Jody Rose mentioned this when I was talking about him up at the beginning of the episode. He, he talked about this. He said – you know, all this is going on in the background while everybody's focused on other things, focused on the Super Bowl, focused on tonight's basketball game, focused on uh, the Wuhan virus, all these that's things. Why, you know? That's why the Super Bowl exists, my friend. And the occult connections there. I don't want to even get into that. But there's shit that, again, these people have to do that. The, the, the way the system works and the way the packs that these people made is that they have to be in public they have to make this public and rather you want to take the symbolism in or not call me a conspiracy theorist whatever you want to call me that's what it is and i don't trust anything the media tells me and i can't verify the shit that they tell me i at the end of the day uh meta did jeffrey epstein kill himself yes or no nah of course not be silly you know what i mean so that we can't even verify that let alone can I verify that Syria or Iran or whoever it is over there, I, I don't even know at this point because it's so much bullshit, that they really – oh, oh they, they struck near U.S. troops over there. I can't verify that fucking information. Maybe I they're just saying that. I think you're onto something, and everyone retweet this conspiracy, hashtag one-on-one podcast. What if Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Epstein never existed? Do you know him? You ever met him? That's why is, I asked you if there's real? fucking video of him talking. Speaking. All right, let's get into it. 2015, Gawker released logbooks for Epstein's Gulfstream, a.k.a. the Lolita Express. Do you know the book, uh, Lolita? Yes, I do. I'm familiar with it. The, for uh, those at home not familiar, it's about a middle-aged man who uh, kind of starts to fall in love with a 12-year-old girl. Was and he then, rich as well? No, he was like uh, – he was an English teacher actually. Okay. And he was basically uh, a boarder in the mom's house. He was just renting a room. And then he fell in love with her, and then he married the mom, and then he really started being sexual. And then like her name – she had a name. What was her name again? Um, I have it in my notes. Again, that's why you have to pay attention. Her name was Dolores Hayes, and then he had a private special little nickname for her when they were alone, and it was Lolita, and no one was allowed to know. Also, I personally read that book about 10 years ago. It is disturbing because it is such an eloquently executed book, and the literature part of it, the prose, is so on point that when you think about the fact that he's talking about a 12-year-old girl, it kind of makes you sick to your stomach. And it makes it hard to even read. So yeah. he names his plane after the book. <laughs> the Lolita that, that's why you have to pay attention to the symbolism. Again, we go back to that symbolism. If you did, A lot of people don't know what that book is about. Oh, it's just a cute name for a plane. Yeah, but if you go back to the symbolism, what does it mean? You know what I mean? People choose to ignore that. I'm going to give you the most, in, the most uh, 
I was going to say important, but I'll say the most uh, substantial, the most prolific flyer. Current count, 27 trips just on the flight logs. First of all, y'all niggas are doing flight logs while you're trafficking sex people? Yeah, That's but crazy. They, they would mess them up and they would misspell names and all this shit. Yeah, of course, but 100%, Bill Clinton's on it 100% 27 yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Other than Bill Clinton, I have assembled a list from numerous sources, um, as well as double-checking it against the logs myself. <clears throat> Steven Pinker, Sciences. Doug Benz, Clinton advisor. Cindy Lopez, which people think is Cindy Lauper. Shelly Lewis, director. Nick Simmons, Gene Simmons' son. Billionaire Ron Burkle, Treasury Secretary Larry Summer. Andreas Pastrana, Colombian president. John Luke Brunel, model, uh, model scout. Jerry Goldsmith, composer, Scott Rubin, an anesthetologist? You know the thing where they fucking wax you? Anesthetologist? Uh, That's where they... Anesthesia role? Oh, no. He's an actual... No, anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist. No, I was thinking of an anesthetician. No, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anesthesiologist. They make bank, too. Yeah. Tila and Shantae Davis, very young actresses at the time. Alan Dershowitz. Trump lawyer. Was Minsky in there too? Marvin Minsky? Again, artificial intelligence pioneer. On my list, I don't have it, but you know what? You're right. Uh, let's let's cut to the fucking to the meat of it. Prince Andrew, Kevin Spacey, Naomi Campbell, Donald Trump, Les Wexner. Multiple yeah. times the guest list just said nannies without other names attached. Yeah, that's an uh, uh, that Prince guy. Uh, that guy's a piece of shit. Prince that Andrew, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, that guy is just that guy's bizarre, bizarre. Like I don't even understand. He even got kicked out of the castle, whatever. But, Not even to try to sound like an apologist, but he seems autistic as fuck, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, but again, I mean, and that would make you a target though. Because... Exactly, because you look like a fucking idiot. Right, so if the concept is we're blackmailing people for espionage purposes, which we haven't even fucking gotten to that yet, you would target someone like that, the weak link in the royal family, especially if you have Mossad connections, which he has several. So let's keep jumping ahead, put it on nutshell. Uh, this is where we're at now. Epstein was arrested in Teterboro Airport in New Jersey on sex trafficking charges. At the same time, they raided all of his properties. The search of his townhouse turned up evidence of sex trafficking and also found hundreds and perhaps thousands of sexually suggestive photographs of fully or partially nude females. Some of the photos were confirmed as those of underage females. In a locked safe, compact discs were found with handwritten labels, including descriptions of their ages. Epstein's lawyers urged the court to allow Epstein to post bail, offering to post up to $600 million bond, including $100 million for his brother. So he could leave jail and submit to house arrest in his New York City mansion. That was denied. That's a Pablo Escobar shit, bro. He could come in and out whenever he wanted. and pretty He much was already doing there. that, though, the first time he got he yeah. got uh, arrested yeah. but yeah this is even better like put me in my house have a nice day yeah exactly i'm a fucking billionaire and yeah yeah again that's why it blows my fucking mind 
you know, on July 23rd, Epstein was found injured and semi-conscious at 1.30 a.m. Basically, it was reported as a failed suicide attempt. Everything seemed shady at the time. Um, on August 10th, 2019, Epstein was found dead in his cell at the Metropolitan Correctional Center. On suicide watch. On, None of the cameras worked. No, they had just taken him off suicide watch, but he should have been on suicide watch. None of the cameras worked. The uh, guard said they were sleeping. Everything about it sounds like gross malfeasance and They made it so obvious. They made it so obvious. They're sending a message to everyone else. Exactly, bro. They're sending a fucking... That's what it's all about, sending a message. That's what it's all about. But... So, yeah, there's all that. And then we can actually get into the occult now. Because now, then, the whole idea of the occult and his connections are like... So, basically, these groups that you're talking about, sacrificing babies, doing sex things apparently he was the facilitator for all of it on his island of little saint james which is painted to look like the israeli flag he had an altar and he had immense amounts of medical equipment including mad dental equipment professional dental equipment and um you know many of these people would fly there on his private jet and you know virginia roberts talked about being lent out to alan dershowitz no less than six times and what they would do is they would start you off as a, uh, a masseuse, and the people who were the groomers, the females, the ones who recruited and then groomed, they would be the ones to escalate you. And it starts with the massage, and then it goes to a hand job, and then all of a sudden, Jeff's just – basically, the idea was that Jeffrey Epstein – first of all, Ghislaine Maxwell would teach you how to suck a dick, and then – Jeffrey Epstein would be the test subject while Jocelyn Maxwell was in the room. And then they would together, they would coach her through it. And then that's how they taught young underage girls how to suck dick. And then they rented them out to their powerful and rich friends. And they gave them the playground to indulge their wildest fantasies in an island, which is, you know, barely part of the United States. It sounds like something out of a movie, right? I mean... At first, yeah, I guess, kind of. But then when you look into a movie like Eyes Wide Shut, which describes almost this exact thing, the theory behind that is the fact that he knew what was going on, and that's why Stanley Kubrick was killed, and the original director's cut was never released. Because there's a lot of scenes that don't make sense in Eyes Wide Shut, where if you hear about the things that were supposedly cut from the film, it explains exactly this type of scenario. And then you look into further things like the Clinton Foundation and kids going missing in Haiti after the Clinton Foundation had boots on the ground, all that shit. You could fly kids from Haiti into Little St. James, no problem, probably with a helicopter. Hopefully it doesn't hit a fucking mountain. Shouts to Kobe Bryant. You know, this shit is out of hand and there are so many connections everywhere. If if you're unwilling to even entertain the idea, that's literally willful ignorance. And I don't know what to tell you at that point. I don't think there's anything I could say to allow you to even consider the truth, let alone see the truth potentially one day. Yeah. Uh, and what you say? Eyes Wide Shut? Is that out? Oh, that movie's like what? Like 20 years old at this point? Really? It's uh, Stanley Kubrick, the last movie he directed. He died before he died before it came out, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, two motherfuckers who were highly indicted in the Illuminati. Shit, 
You know how deep this goes. Uh, yeah, I didn't even talk about uh, shit. I didn't even talk about. <laughs> didn't even talk, you know, it's talking about uh, Tom Cruise. I didn't even talk about L. Ron Hubbard and and the occult, you know, the, the demonic origins of Scientology and stuff like that that people don't even know about. And speaking of the Clintons, you know, I'm actually gonna get into it because uh, L. Ron Hubbard and John Parsons, John Parsons being the father of modern day propulsion, uh, known occultist, known motherfucker that was messing in that. Uh, him and his buddy L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology, they did the Babylon holding ritual. And the Babylon holding ritual was this ritual that they, the sex magic ritual back in 1948, 1947. Uh, two years that were very weird. You had the Roswell incident there, a lot of alien uh, abductions, a lot of alien uh, activity. Again, opening up portals to other realms. The. The goal for for the uh, Babylon holding ritual was to summon the 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 Babylon this deity the the whore of Babylon right and uh, summon her into this world. But what happened was that they supposedly they were not successful, quote unquote, right? But other people say that they were successful, and the motherfuckers never closed the portal, right? So. And they were having sex with this this girl. They were trying to get her pregnant with what they would call the moon child. And the conspiracy is, the conspiracy is, that child was Hillary Clinton. Because. Never heard that one. They were visited. Yeah, they were visited. Uh, I forgot who it was. I think it was John Parson was visited by somebody who called themselves. Uh, uh, Halion. Uh, again, sounds an awful lot like Hillary, but uh, I mean, you can look that up and dive into that wormhole yourself. Dude, but... this honestly sounds like fucking MAGA fan fiction. Again, I don't, I don't know, dude. That's that's just. Again, if I I'm was the... gonna pick an antichrist, uh, before Hillary Clinton, the most, the least successful politician ever, um, I would pick Obama, which didn't work out, and Putin. And I remember reading something when I was 15, so that was, what, Jesus, 17 years ago, reading a fucking weird blog post, the first blog ever, about how, like, Vladimir Putin is the Antichrist. And yeah. then he stopped being the president, or he stopped being the prime minister, and I'm like, oh, nice. It didn't work out. And then he became the president again, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, they say that she's going to run again because 73, she's about to be 73, and uh, yeah, she's so the about rit- to be dead. She can't even fucking the walk. The ritual a was done in 1948, I believe, and that's the year she was born. And it just so happens to be that she's gonna be 73, and 73 is an occult number, and that's the that they say she's the Antichrist, and that she's gonna win this year's election. Again, I may be talking out of my ass. I'm just presenting the information, man. I don't believe it all. There's a lot of crazy shit that I don't believe, but I'm just presenting the information. I'm just a messenger. So yeah, uh, yeah, bro, that shit, uh, that's pretty deep, bro. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't like really talking about all that stuff, but I mean, it is what it is. And what's know, fucked up though is like we're just talking about Hillary and the Clintons in general. It's so funny how everything keeps coming back to the same central figures constantly. Well, that's the thing, yeah, but they're above the law, bro. I mean, nothing's ever gonna happen to them. They're gonna die, and then. Somebody else is gonna come along and, and replace them. Who you know, they, they, and they're probably just puppets. For sure. 
they're probably just puppets, you know, just like everything else. Uh, you know, like Jordy Rose, he's the puppet for these people, you know, with the quantum computing. If they're onto something, you know, who knows? But there's always somebody, there's always that person behind, whether it's the Jesuits, whether it's the Rothschild, whether it's the whoever. Jesuits. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? Who knows? Uh, you know, there's talks about how, you know, Britain is, is the owner of the United States and, and all these people. Because, you know, where the hell did, where does she get all her money from? You know, the, the queen. You know what I mean? Where, what the fuck do they do that they have so much money? Don't even get me started on that shit. You know what I mean? The fucking reptilians, dog. It all goes back to the reptilians. Isn't the largest uh, holder of private land in the world the Catholic Church? I don't know about that. I mean, you're not, you're not also, also, here's a fact. The Catholic Church owns a gay Turkish bathhouse in Vatican City. 100% owns it. And then they have, like, a dormitory for uh, priests above it. Yes. Wow. Google that motherfuckers. I told you, bro. I told you. Um it, it goes deeper than 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 what we're talking about. You know, it goes it goes way deeper. And again, that's that's a, that's a whole other podcast in itself. But I would also like to state for the record that in no way am I suicidal. I don't drive vehicles. I don't autoerotically asphyxiate myself. Um I yeah. don't bike ride without a helmet. I don't cross when the light is red. None of those things. Yeah, uh, I want to go on the record to say I love my life, and uh, yeah, I'm not suicidal either. <laughs> but yeah, bro. Any final thoughts that so we can wrap this up? This is the longest episode I've done to date. And you know and what's funny is we still have so much more that will never just ever get touched. I know, bro. I mean, there's but, so bro, much going on, people. That's that's why it's multiple up, but we could do other episodes on it and just go deep. Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna... worried about that. I'm just like, that's my final thought. I want the people to know that like this has layers. Oh you yeah. Just mentioned for sure. a thousand topics, and we're for touching sure. the tip of the iceberg. This is like, this is Epstein 101. We're gonna get deeper. We're gonna do other episodes. That should be. This should. We should just on your podcast. We should just do an Epstein series. And like all connected to Epstein and Maxwell and shit. Yeah, bro. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. So one more time for the people, Meta. Where can they find your stuff? I'm going to be yeah. posting that episode we did uh, next week. I'm going to be posting it the when I was a guest on your show. And uh, yeah, where, they can, where can they find your stuff? Hey, and... at, at Meta World Thief on uh, Twitter. I'm going to be doing an Instagram soon. Check Meta World Thief on uh, what's it called? YouTube. That's where all the podcasts are at. Look for Flapping Gums, where Juan was a guest, a tremendous guest at that, if I might add. Check out uh, Reckley Heroes and check out Ish I Don't Like because this Jeffrey Epstein shit is some Ish I Don't Like. And I will probably wait until you release this for me to release it on my own channel. So if you guys want to check my shit out, that'd be dope too. Mucho appreciado. Yeah, definitely, bro. And I'm going to. I have to definitely post a disclaimer, uh, a trigger warning on this thing. At the also, beginning. also disclaimer allegedly to everything we just said. Yes. Yeah. Again, the the information's out there, bro. The information's out there. Whether that's you want to believe it or not, uh, that's, that's up to you. But yeah, bro, I want to thank you for being on. Well, there you have it. I know it got a little bit weird, but if you stuck around this long, I appreciate it. Check out Meta World Thief's work on YouTube. Follow him on Twitter. 
make sure to follow us on social media at the one-on-one podcast shoot me an email if you want to be on the show if you have anything interesting to talk about the one-on-one podcast at gmail.com and like always thank you for the support leave us a five-star review hopefully i appreciate the positive and the negative feedback and until next time Thank you.